What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Baker Turtle Podcast, and I am your host, Mr. Baker. And guess what? It's One Piece time! You, yeah, you, yeah, One Piece time! Let's get it! One Piece time! Woo! I am excited. I hope you are excited because it is One Piece time. Yeah, check your watches and make sure that it's set to One Piece because we about to go over some One Piece. Uh, But today, everybody, oh my god, oh my god, we are reviewing chapters 990 to 1000, finally hitting that 1000th chapter, and by golly, oh man, Oda, you're going in on this one, these these 10 chapters are on fire, you better get that fire extinguisher nearby, because that shit is on fire, Um, we are, we are, we are almost there, right, we are almost Oh, with all the fights, right? Where the raid has begun, we are fighting Kaido. The samurai up there doing their thing, and we got uh, the Straw Hats. You know, have reunited. Yes, we're ready to go in, and everything is you know right at the peak. Last time we, you know, last last time we were talking about how everybody assembled. You know, it was like at the Avengers, like Avengers assemble. You know, all the Straw Hats came in, and now we about to split up. I cannot wait to see. Who's going to be fighting who? How are we going to get there? What are we going to do about Kaido? What are we going to do about everything? And so we are going to be going in today. Um, But first and foremost, please make sure you guys uh, follow the podcast. You guys subscribe or whatever. Wherever you're listening to this, please follow. Um, It would be greatly appreciated. So that way you can, you know, listen to more episodes like this, especially if you're into One Piece. Um, I do also do other episodes, but that's besides the point because we're not going to get there. But uh, first and foremost, um, we're going to get into the chapters. Like I said, I'm going to start with 991 because um, I did 990 last time. And then we're getting all the way up to 1000. And uh, man, let's go ahead and get it. I'm going to play I'm gonna play songs throughout. So uh, this next one is my favorite One Piece song. It is called Fight Together. I think, right? You know, yeah, fight together. Um, so, and then we'll get right into the chapters. But here we go. Together 
All right, guys, that is Fight Together, my favorite one. So I uh, hope you guys like that one. But we're going to go ahead and get right up into the uh, the review. So 991, I got to try to go, try to fly through this, try to not make the, the podcast too long for you guys. But um, we are reviewing 10 chapters. So, you know, the idea is to get through one chapter every six minutes, right? You know, to make it one hour long, I'm probably going to make go over. But because, you know. I have things to talk about, but let's get it. Uh, so, um, I do have my tablet here pulled up, so we can go ahead and go through that. I have my notes and everything. So, uh-oh. Um, got my phone over here charging or the music. I, I got to get a little bit more organized with my contraptions over here. But Okay, chapter 991. It is Let Us Die. Please, let us die. So, last time, you know... If if uh, if you guys don't remember, uh, we we all came together and we it's a straw hat crew coming together and we had um, the last time we checked in it was what's his name Drake wanted to become part of our alliance and he's like you know just you know just f- don't worry about it for whatever reasons I have I am now an army of one I um, I am no longer allied with Kaido but please let me ally with you. Um, and Luffy's like, huh? So we got to figure out what's going on here. Um, so we got the cover story still with Pound after 26 years. His first hug as a father. Oh my goodness. He's bawling and crying. He, Oh my God. It's all he's ever wanted. Pound. He's All he's ever wanted was to hug his daughters. And that's his first hug. Oh my family. Man, this is so wholesome. They're all crying. There's smiles all around. You know, it's all about family, right? Family. Family. Anyways, so chapter 991, Let Us Die. I wonder what that means. But we do have a, you know, it starts out with Drake and the whole thing. And, and we, and uh, you know, talk about how strong he is because he took down one of the numbers right now. But then he's got a little flashback in his mind, a mini flashback of Kobe. Because, you know, he is part of S.W.O.R.D. We do know. Uh, so, Drake and Kobe ha- must have, like, a closer relationship than we, we know. Um, but he has a flashback. And, he's, and Kobe is talking to him. And, and he's telling him all about Luffy. He's like, when he's a friend, he's so close to you. But when he's an enemy, he's completely out of reach. Luffy has the power to pull people that pulls people in towards him. So, you know, Drake is listening to all this stuff and he's like thinking about this. And so, you know, his one last hope is Luffy. And uh, so Luffy's like, hey, you want to defeat Kaido? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, fine. Um, so their goals are aligned. Uh, Zoro is a pretty skeptical. You know, he was thinking about the fact that because, uh, you know, Hawkins was another uh, person who betrayed went, went to Kaido and all that stuff. So. Um, and he's kind of like, you're wishy-washy, you don't know what you're talking about. So Zoro, you know, it, it's cool because, you know, Zoro's trying to look after uh, the, the crew and everything. But, you know, Luffy is easily just like, sure, he could be on our side. And then both uh, Zoro and Jim Bay are like, no, he can't. They're all, he's like, shut up, Captain, you moron. So they're, you know, they're trying to make the smart, you know, reasonable decision. But Luffy's just like, sure, well, I don't care. Uh, so it's pretty funny. He's a very uh, carefree kind of guy. And uh, pretty nice. But moving on, then the next thing we've got, we got page one still rampaging around uh, and uh, Ulti as well. And he's like, move his samurai. And they're chasing uh, Usopp and Nami. Um, 
because they were in the Usapanami attacked them. We got a special attack green star skull blast grass from Usap. Boom, right to page one. And uh and then Nami as well. Uh she actually she runs away, but uh earlier she had. But it, it's funny, there's like a little gag right here. Um uh Nami is standing right there and uh, she's facing ulti and then you hear her voicing my favorite kind of pest control is getting rid of lizards i hope you're ready for this <laughs> and it's Usopp hiding behind nami like pretending to speak for nami it's so funny uh <laughs> but she she actually believes that is nami and so she goes after her and they're they're chasing them so looks like we might have a, a Usopp and nami versus page one and ulti it's interesting because we those are the weaker ones um so it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that um, they might need some help, but you know, the straw hats do have to start getting stronger and upgrading. We are towards the end game, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but you know, as always, since they're we they just run away, so we'll see how it goes, though. But moving on, we see Apu still here. He, him, and Hawkins, part of the supernova, they're still like, you know, hey, we're taking Kaido's side, we want to be on the winners. Um, but little do they know, you know, they don't have the main character, they think they got the main character, but. <laughs> They don't. Anyways, so Drake and Zoro team up because they're just fed up with Apu's annoying ass. And uh, I think Apu is one of my least favorite supernovas. He's just ah, pa, 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 pa. And he's he's such a douchebag. Like he's like out of all the supernovas, who like I think he's like one of the worst ones. Um, as far as like you know, being a bad guy. Uh, but anyways, he I guess he's in control of the numbers and he uses his his music because you know he is a um. Uh, a music guy he ate the is it the music music fruit i don't know what fruit he, he ate but he can make any part of his body make sounds like an instrument uh, he is the captain of the on-air pirates i assume that's like on air like a radio um but he, he has you know things to do with like sound waves and it's a pretty cool ability but um anyway so he's using fighting music right now and he's trying to you can use music and stuff to to uh Get people's spirits back up in and so that's why he's reviving uh jockey goki and juki the three numbers that were knocked down he's trying to revive them up to get back up and then out of freaking nowhere boom what's that hacha he comes and he's the i don't know what he's supposed to look like but he's got like glasses on he's got like a bowl cut it looks like he's from like the the, the 70s or something he's got some like a disco guy uh pretty interesting design but he comes and then uh it's all chaos over here on the floor we've they're trying to f get the freaking uh thing from apu um and drake and zoro still clashing because they're you know zoro isn't so sure of drake uh, but hey as long as the goals align um uh, zoro says quote you seem honest but you're still hiding where you stand and that's because we know that he's from sword and he is keeping that secret but and zoro don't like that he you know just say like say it all out in the open but anyways they they finally decided to just team up drake and zoro like fucking we're, we're tired of you apu and then that's when queen comes and brah, starts uh, using bullets shooting bullets at all the performance floor from the top he's like and uh, he's like, uh, now he's pissed off at, you know, he's been pissed off at Drake. But he's like, don't think you can just get out of here, you traitor. And he says, no, spy. So 
And then Drake knows what's up with these bullets. And, you know, they're not just normal bullets. Because I was like, that was that was a weird weapon. And he's like, you think, you think you can kill me with that? And they're all getting hurt, whatever. But then Drake is like, wait, unless these bullets. So he knows something we don't know. So, you know, maybe these bullets are have some different effect. Because remember last time in the, uh, what's his name? The Udon prison. He had the... The other, uh, that poison thing, right? Those, those bullets. So could be a, a different version of that. Anyways, we cut to the top of the um, top of the dome. Grrr, we see some fighting. Boom. We see Jack. His tusk is getting cut off. Boom. He looks beaten. He gets thrown to the to the to the side, and then Kaido's like, "That's enough." And they're like, "Kaido," and, he, and then Kaido he's pissed off because he's like, "Hey." Yo, Jack is one of my hand-picked lead performers. He's not, I'm not going to stand back and watch as one of my most valued men get killed. Um, and and uh, Jack is just so loyal to Kaido. He's like, I failed you, my master. Uh, but Kaido's like, no, this does not make you weak. It just means that they're just that strong. And so it's a huge compliment. We get a huge and beautiful, let me turn this, a double spread view of... Uh, Nekomamushi and Inorarashi, their Sulong form. So it's our first time we get to see a nice, oh my god, it's, it's, that's great. I, I gotta draw that, because that is nice. Uh, I like the, I like Nekomamushi's, his, his, uh, like, Cheshire cat kind of laugh and smile. And they just look, they just look like beasts. But they're Sulong powers. And, and then you can see the whole, all, everybody's all devastated. All the, um, the pirates... And uh, even the uh, um, all the different minks as well are all in the KO'd. So it's just down to basically Kaido and the samurai now. Um, so we're finally going to get Kaido versus the nine samurai. Because before it was just uh, Jack and his minions versus the, the minks. And it's just like, you know, the pre-game before the, the final game. But um, now... Uh, Kaido is coming. He does his blast breath in a nice double spread. We see uh, shoom. Kinemon comes, Fox Fire style, flame rend, and he splits his fire blast right in two, to, and it and it uh, dodges the samurai, and uh, and he gets and he cuts him too a little bit on the mouth. So we get that first attack on Kaido and it is on and he's like run don't make me laugh we're tired of running uh, he's just let us die as lord odin's samurai once we've taken your head that is so kaido smiles and it's on so we see the the uh the what why is it 8 what are they missing mm, weird oh yeah kanjiro duh so it is, oh yeah, it is only the eight. Uh, I was like, here we're counting on them. I'm like, hey, there's only eight. Where's the ninth? But, you know, anyways. So yeah, it's eight versus Kaido, and it, it is on. So we move on to chapter 992. And uh, this one is called Remnants. Uh, but first, we get a color spread, a nice, beautiful color spread. And it's, oh, look, we got Jinbei. So it's nice to get Jinbei and the thing. They're on a sea train. They're on the sea train going down, and and it looks awesome. So we got Zoro eating some some noodles. 
We've got uh, Robin and Nami looking beautiful as always. Looks like Sanji's delivering some orange soda kind of stuff. They're eating some good food. Brooke is playing some good music. They're laughing. Jinbei back there with a, 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 thing, a some drink. Luffy's eating some nice meat. It just looks like a fun time. I would love to have been there. But anyway, so we start off no cover page today because we got a color spread instead. And uh, 992 Remnants. And it starts off and says, you got that, Pedospero? The alliance with Kaido was my idea. I'm sure it was, Mama, but remember, we've all been dreaming of the day that you become King of the Pirates. And Mama's like, of course I know that. What? Don't you kids trust me? And uh, Pedospero's got a, a nervous look on his face. So, Big Mom here, you know, saying that uh, it was her idea to do the alliance. And she's like, don't you trust me? So, um, yeah, so, <clears throat> but Mark was here talking with big mom and they're pretty casual about it you know i guess they don't have any qualms they're not trying to fight like no reason for big mom to be fighting marco right they you know it's not just like on site <laughs> but um marco's over here all right fine well it seems that our mutual goal of vanquishing kaido the ogre is no more perospero so perospero and marco wanted to ally up because they don't like kaido but mama is over here saying I hey, I'm the one that came up that wanted to ally with Kaido, so back off. And Pedospero's like, you don't like that idea. Uh, you know, he's not on board with that. But she's over here wondering, Big Mom's over wondering, why is Marco helping out these quote unquote whippersnappers, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, she's like, oh, you're over here, the. the so sad how Whitebeard's remnants have lost their way. And he's like, he's a little uh, def offended by the word remnants. He's like, yo, 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 you, you sure you're not mistaking the meaning of the word remnants? He's like, you think that Pop's voice is still binding us to his will? Everyone who's left is free. They're free and dead men give no orders, right? So they have been freed from Whitebeard's will and they are allowed to do whatever they want. They have freedom, ultimate freedom. And uh, another, and then, you know, one thing, one topic that, one theme, overarching theme of One Piece that I, I want, I like to uh, address one day that I want to point out every time it, it gets shown is, is the, uh, the concept of death and, and their will and passing on the will and how, um, you know, just the, the, how death is handled here. But, you know, like I said, death, dead men give no uh, orders, Big Mom says, so do as you will. Anyways, we continue and, uh. Carrot over here, she sees, she's like, um, Wanda is like, hey, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to go avenge Pedro. I know who I saw. So, you know, that's a little, one little panel. That means that Carrot is going to be going after Perispedo. So, uh, very interesting how that's going to be going down. Hopefully, she can get that avengement because Perispedo is a freaking little bitch. I hate that guy. Um, anyway, so we go back to, we are in the banquet hall and Black Maria, one of the Toby Robo, she starts singing, bang, 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 bang. And if you guys want to get the chance, I highly suggest you guys watch the episode that's linked with this one. Let me, um, uh, real quick, let me just, uh, find the episode linked to this one. All right, guys. I believe it is chapter. It is uh, episode one thousand and four, an inherited technique unleashing Odin's secret swordplay. Um, so go ahead and 
check that one out. But on the in the anime, you know, we we see Black Maria. She starts singing. Um, she's playing her little shamisan thing, and uh, um, the music starts revving up. And uh, bang, 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 and she's singing a beautiful song. Um, let me get back to it right now. Um, and and the, the mood is really eerie, and it's talking about the moon and like uh, some lovers that meet. So we're back inside the banquet hall, and Black Maria she starts singing her her new song. <laughs> it's a uh, I don't know what it's titled, but she's like on a snowy night. Two who wish to be united, but can never be together, at last will meet beneath the light of the moon. And the girls are all so romantic. She's like, their passions run high. And as she's singing, as the tempo moves up, we see the bang, 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 the music. And then we see a beautiful double spread. Oh, my goodness. This is, oh, page six. Pages six and seven, we see the Akazaya uh, at the top, and then we see Kaido on the bottom rushing, and it's just oh my god, the beautiful paneling, and then we see Kaido attacking, and it's just double spread after double spread after double spread, guys. It, it is this chapter nine ninety two, amazing, and it's just that we get an attack. They're all attacking Kaido. This is beautiful art. Oh my god, it, it, there's no words really. It's just. All action. You guys have to see this. Kinemo's attacking. You know, we got Sulong, Inorashi. They're all attacking. We got Kaido roaring against them. His roaring turns into lightning. Um, they're all attacking again. And then we see Nekomamushi. Boom. Crimson Cat Dance. Poof, he does a spiraling uppercut. Hits Kaido right in the jaw. Boom. Gets him. And then we see in the moonlight. Oh, my God. Beautiful shot. We see a uh, full moon. We see... Um, What's his name? Uh, uh, Kawamatsu. In the moon. His silhouette. He pulls out his katana. He says, Kapastayo, river of the sea. And does like a, a, um, a spiral circle attack. That hits Kaido right in the head. Uh, attacks him. And then everybody's shocked that's watching. They're like, huh? Their attacks are hurting Kaido. What? Nani? And so he's he's looking. He's trying to grab him. He's trying to attack. He, he tosses Kawamatsu. Um, but just as he does that, Inorashi comes in. K9 Scourge. And he goes in with his lightning um, and his Sulong form and he, with his, with his cut-off leg that he now turned into a sword. He's over here stabbing right into Kaido. Looks pain, very, very painful. The curve on that, that's a beautiful shot. That art right there, the curve and the stab perpendicular. Oh, my gosh. So beautiful. And then we get Fallen Snow Scythe. We see some spirals coming, slicing rounds. And that's, of course, Kiku and uh, Izo uh, attacking Kaido from the side. And Kaido's thinking to himself, he's like, none of these attacks bear a resemblance of Odin's blades. So why can they cut me? And so he's like, he he can't get, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand why are these attacks effective, but they're not as strong as Odin. What the hell's going on? And he goes to attack them with a blast breath again. But then Raizo, he's like, Ninpo, he does his little Naruto uh, hand sign, scrolling jutsu. And he gets a big ass scroll out, opens it up. Blast the fire on that. I guess he absorbed all of that uh, into the scroll. If you guys know Naruto, you guys should uh, know that that happens. And then, boom. Uh, 
Rizo explains is my scrolls can wrap around anything in existence. And then he goes and real quick, like a little ninja he is, wraps it all the way around Kaido. And he says, and now I return it to you. Blast breath restoration. And a beautiful shot. Kaido screaming in pain. He gets hit by his own blast breath. And rides over here running. <laughs> uh, the the comedy's still still there, but. Everyone's shocked. Master Kaido, what's happening? How can they be taking so much damage? And then, you know, because of that, it was a big explosion. And the dust is settling. And Kaido's like, ugh. And then we get a little mini flashback of uh, uh, Odin talking to the Akazaya saying, let me teach you my my Odin two-sword style. And they're like, nah, no thanks. We got our own style. "Ah, Come on. And in the anime, uh, they go a lot more in-depth in this flashback. And I highly suggest it because it's you know in canon filler. It's 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 uh it fleshes it out a little bit more because in the manga here it's only like one or two panels, um, but he wants to teach him his two stores greatest his greatest style right, and they're just like nah nah nah, um, and uh and he's wondering why, and his wife is right there. He's like because they would they would have fought they would have to fight over. Uh, who would be your best disciple because they'd have you know they have so much love for you and then you know as the dust is settled settled uh we see all the faces of them the four we see uh ashura doji kinemon uh denjiro and inarashi odin two sword style and there, I mean, and then in the anime here, guys, it it is a tearjerker because you know they're, they're it's paying they're paying an homage to their freaking to their guy Odin, um, and this is the battle that was that's supposed to do it, and then Kaido is just saying, hey, you're wasting your time with this cheap imitation, um, and then another flashback Odin trying to teach them, and they're just like, nah, 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 they don't want to hear it, and and they did it on their own, and you see an epic, you know, just just uh face shots you know like uh, uh up close and personal and then boom paradise totsuka a nice x attack right on their scar we get the four attackers right there and we see kaido's eyes wise eyes go white and that is the end of the chapter man beautiful chapter like just i mean visually beautiful but great overall just the overall fighting chapter i love it 992 is a great one and with that we're gonna move on to 993 and uh that is titled the dream of wano and the color of the story we got here uh Gotti and lola's wedding oh it's so cute man i love this cover story they're all so happy um and uh Lola's kissing Gotti. He looks so happy holding her. It's just hearts in the air. Beige is happy. The baby's happy. Oh my! And Pedro's happy. Oh, I mean, uh, not Pedro. Uh, Pound, uh, the grandpa. He's uh, he's all happy. Oh my gosh! It's just so much love right here. Uh, anyways, so we go. Uh, we start the chapter off actually at the flower capital. And so we're getting a little glimpse and see, you know, the, what's going on with the fire festival and everybody in the flower capital. Um, and they're just laughing and stuff, and it says, you know, the narrator is going on here in the flower capital, the lone place that flourishes in Wano, the smiles of the people cover up the fears and pressures that lurk behind them. 
They were able to survive because of the furtive belief that the country would be saved by the Kozuki Samurai one day. A legend that seemed plausible enough to support their faith. Uh, so the narrator is going on. They're all celebrating. We get a big old blimp of Odin uh, doing his little, you know, his fist or his uh, palm uh, attack thing. They're celebrating. They're, it's got dance and booze and music, and they're playing the flute and stuff. And uh, it's a lot of happiness going around. And then we got uh, some quotes here. Uh, a girl saying, "You know what I? Th- you know, I wish this day would never end." And uh, and then some of them are crying, saying, "Damn it! If only Orochi didn't have Kaido backing him up." And uh, we got someone saying, you know, I won't have another drop to drink for another year once this festival is over. So this is like their one time to loosen up, be happy and be wishful and hopeful and their dreams come true and all that stuff. And then we got some people. And this is the quote. This is, this is one I want to point out. Somebody over here saying, you know what I think? I think the Kazuki clans battle is happening right now. Yeah, I bet they recruited warriors from all over the world to help. And I think they went to Onigashima and they sliced up Orochi and Kaido and raised hell. <laughs> and then someone's like, yeah, that's right. You tell them. Today's the day when everyone can speak their dreams out loud. So, you know, it's just a dream. But winky, winky. That's probably exactly what's gonna, what is, what's, how it's going to end, right? You know, we're going to win and it's all going to be fun and games. And so unbeknownst to the citizens they have no idea what is in store for them so it's interesting to see them do this um and then we get a nice uh panel of it says sing dance enjoy yourselves for today is the fire festival and they're all happy and stuff um they're happy nobody will be executed today uh and we are back to onigashima and uh they're getting shot and then these, uh, you know, it turns out those bullets are ice oni plague rounds. So, you know, it looks like these ice demons, you know, ice, uh, the oni demons, they're all turning into these demon things. I guess it's like a, a zombie thing, but, but ice demons, <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, it's very dangerous. And then they also, if they bite you, then they turn you into one. So it's, it's, yeah, um, it's basically Udon prison all over again, but in a worse way. And this is not something to be messing with. Uh, Queen the plague, indeed. The ice oni, his his uh, his shining jewel. He says his masterpiece. Uh, Luffy is just like, hey, I gotta get to the top. Get out of my way. Sanji over here helping him out. You know, so we got Sanji and Luffy trying to get to the front. They run into a new headliner. Uh, named the Briscola, and he's got the gorilla punch. He has the gorilla one. It's so uh, interesting. He's got where his his forearm is is the gorilla's torso. So <laughs> he's got like a for his punch. He's got a gorilla. That's pretty cool. Um, so we got, and then once that happens, then uh, boom, they get defeated so easily. <laughs> Um, but it's the, the whole gorilla punch, punch thing. So he's, it's a gorilla punch, punch. He's trying to punch him, but, uh, you know, hey, the gorilla controls how to punch, but Jinbei comes out of nowhere. Boom. Shark breakfast kills him in, in one hit. Basically everyone's else is just like shocked. Like what the heck? Oh no. And then Jinbei's like, Hey, Luffy, Sanji, let's go. <laughs> uh, you need to get to the roof. What are you doing here? Um, 
so they're escorting Luffy to the top. He's got to get up there. And then we see um, some little cat that's got a little uh, uh, paper with an eyeball on his face. And uh, turns out, I guess that's how that, that one headliner girl, Bao Huang, can surveil the castle. And, and she can uh, see everything that's going on. But So she's, she's talking to King. And he's just chilling. He's basically guarding the, the roof to make sure nobody can get up there. And, uh, but she's reporting in to King saying, uh, that they're heading outside, like where, uh, Yamato and Momonosuke are. So they're worried about Momonosuke. They want to kill Momonosuke because, you know, the whole Kozuki thing and that, that's who they think is important. And it's in, and they're looking for Yamato as well. So King is like, all right, I got it. So, um, he's making an announcement to everybody else like all the other toby robo and everybody in the in the thing he's like this is king the enemy strength is about 5400 most of them are samurai rallying rallying around odin's vassals uh, in other words this is a rebellion of the kazuki clan to restore their house to power they seek to replace odin's son kazuki momonosuke upon the shogun's throne of wano kill momonosuke and bring his head to me that will break the will of the samurai to fight so boom go has shifted to kill momonosuke so boom oh shit um and then we see uh what's their name shinobu and momonosuke running away from yamato because yamato's like hey i'm odin and they're freaked out because like what the fuck uh you're not my dad <laughs> uh and, and you're a girl you look like a girl like so what, what are you talking about you you sound crazy um but luffy did give them a heads up and say hey you can trust that person um but shinobu is like a big nope um so they're just running around uh and she's just like wait 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 but boom right when the message is is uh sent out to kill momonosuke who does momonosuke running into uh, sasaki so the the guy with the with the horns um the big hair he looks like a fishman guy um he's there and he attacks shinobu momon and big explosion um hurts shinobu up pretty well pretty badly got some arrows in her she's bleeding uh momonosuke is concerned um and she's telling telling momonosuke run get go 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 um run momonosuke and she's about to get attacked and killed and he's thinking to himself you know run is is that what a shogun should do um and so he's 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 thinking you know, cause he, you know, he just had the whole his whole moment, right? He ain't denouncing his name. He's gonna become Shogun. He he has to put on the big boy pants and uh, he has to think like a Shogun now, right? Like the leader. Uh, he's got to grow the fuck up, and so he's wondering himself, uh, what should a Shogun do? Um, and so I mean, that's a good good thing to question, cause sometimes should you run? Who knows? Uh, but boom! I don't know where Yamato smacks the shit out of that guy that was gonna hit Shinobu, and that's when uh, finally Yamato has uh, earned the respect of Momo. And uh, Sasaki is like, "Hey, hey, yo, what up, Yamato? What's going on? You intend to interfere with this, young master Yamato?" And uh, Yamato's like, "Hey, hey, I'm not interfering. I'm fighting for the Kuzuki. I'm against it. I'm not interfering." Like, I'm part of this shit. And he basically claiming his position in this whole thing. So, uh, yeah. And then we go and we see it goes straight up. Uh, we skip to the school dome. We see 
Kaido laying down. You know, he's bleeding from his scar. It looks pretty bad, honestly. He's all, it's all just bleeding from his scar. But they're like, hey, the fight ain't over. Let's cut his head off. <laughs> uh, you know, got to get his head severed. And then Kaido is like, in your spirit, I saw the visage of Kozuki Odin. I could have let you kill me with each throb of my scar. I remember. But you people are not Odin. We will never see a monster samurai of his like again. It is too shallow. You don't even have enough power to open up the old scar. You cannot do it. And then he attacks. He attacks uh, with a roar. Boom! Wind. And a bunch of slashes and Denjiro's like invisible slashes. What the hell's going on? And then, boom, we see the scene. Kiku right there holding her sword. And then there's no blade. Cut straight through her sword. Right and cut. And then what? Oh my goodness. Her arm is off. Slicing right through her arm. And her arm is just flying. Izo. <laughs> Bruh. Everyone's yelling, Kiku. And her eyes go white. And uh, that is the chapter 993. Woo. Woo-wee. So, uh, anyways... Yeah, let's get uh to the one next one, 994. Let's just keep it going. Let's keep the train going. 994, chapter called My Other Name is Yamato. Uh, and on the cover story, it says the final volume of Oh My Family. Uh, the blissful ship sails on through celebration cannons. And uh, everyone is happy. They're getting, They're just sailing off with hearts. And that is the end. Oh, my families. Man, that's such a great one. Um, I think it was like 36 chapters or whatever. Um, 36 volumes of that cover story. But I'm interested to see what the next cover story will be. Um, but, you know, it'll probably be a while till then. Usually he likes to do a lot of just requests for cover pages. But anyways, on to the chapter. So we're back to the um, the skull dome on the top with Kaido and them. Yeah, so last time Kiku got her arm sliced off. We see it drop. Boom, glunk, and she falls to the ground. Boom. Kaido's just chilling there. Like the hell? Even even his uh, even the other beast pirates are freaking out because it's, it's attacking them. It's just it's just invisible slashes just going everywhere. Um, everyone's trying to take cover. And it was like, hey, get away from the roof. And he tells all the other minks. The minks get out, try to get out. Um, and we see Izo right there with his with uh, Kiku trying to get the arm. Got the arm. Um, and pulls and Kinemon over here. Got his blade. Foom, get, catches it on fire and carterizes Kiku's arm. And uh, just savagely. And then Kinemon's like, can you stand, Kiku? And she's like, of course. So, hey, no big deal. It's just an arm, right? Right, Shanks? Right, Shanks? Yeah, he didn't need no carterization. He just got that shit chomped. Yeah. Um, you know, this one, you know, at least the arm is there. 
Maybe you can uh, uh, get Law to put that thing back on, right? Yeah, he had his arm cut off. Anyways, uh, so Kaido's laughing about, ho, 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 yes, that's it. That sense of determination. I love the way of the samurai. And then he's saying, now Roger and Whitebeard, they did it right. We see a bunch of smoke. It might not be the way of the times anymore. But death is what completes a person. Isn't that true? So let's end this now. And then Kinemon's like, don't be conceited, Kaido. There is no glory in losing to you. So another reference to death, right? A death is what completes a person. So interesting words you have there, Kaido. Is that probably why you want to die so often? You want to just have your story completed? Are you depressed, Kaido? Is that why you drink so much? Do you have no purpose? You don't know what your purpose in life is? You just want to die. Kaido, come here. You need a hug. Come here. Come here. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Hey, but Kinemon and them ain't having none of it. They're like, there's no glory in losing to you. You ain't you ain't nothing. You just strong. What, what have you done? You ain't found the one piece. Anyways, so we skip to the uh the castle and we see the first level, and that's where Luffy and them have begun. So I guess you know they're on their way up, and we see that there is five levels. So it's gonna take some time, guys. It's gonna take some time, and uh, we gotta get to the top eventually. But uh, there we see them running, running, boom, boom, boom. We gotta get to Kinmon. Come on, let's go, let's go, boom, boom. And uh, they run into some more headliners, and uh, we got Animal Kingdom Pirates headliner Four Tricks. And that's basically a chicken smile fruit. And then Animal Kingdom Pirate headliner Hamlet, a giraffe smile fruit. And man, these designs are wacky as fuck. I, I you guys go go ahead and take a take a look. Page number seven, chapter nine ninety four. <laughs> Freaking four tricks, the chicken one. It's a chicken, and where the butthole is <laughs> is the face. So this dude is literally his face is the butthole of the chicken. I, I shit you not. <laughs> and the tail of the chicken is his hair. Uh, no words, guys. <laughs> and then Hamlet over here, it's, a, it's basically a whole-ass giraffe. But instead of where the giraffe's head is, is the body of this guy, Hamlet. And he's just hanging on. And that, that a poor giraffe, like that neck... <laughs> Must be heavy as fuck. He's got a, you're, it's carrying a whole person. He's got two blades, and he's got his feet out. But oh my god, this is these are ridiculous, Oda. What are you doing? You're having too much fun. You're having too much fun. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> anyways, we're back. Uh, Jinbei and San, Sanji, they, they just knocked them out one hit again, and they're like, "Stop growing like that." <laughs> they're fed up with the designs. Hey, I'm not fed up with it. I, I'm enjoying it. I love it. It's it's fun, uh, it, it's art. <laughs> anyway, so we go back and we're at where the ice onis are, and uh, uh, and they're noticing that it's attacking the the allies too of of Kaido and Queen and stuff, um, and you know it's like well, Queen don't give a fuck. He's like, well, so what? All you do is laugh anyway. Maybe you'll be more useful now. So man, fucked up shit, Queen. Fuck that, yeah. Queen. No, that that ain't cool, man. That ain't cool. Um, and so he's he's attacking anybody. He don't care, and uh, he's just talking about you know 
betrayal and stuff. Uh, where's the line about betrayal? And they're, yeah, they're wondering like, what? Why? Why is he doing this? Us? So an- another theme going on here is uh, especially with this whole Kaido thing is the whole idea of betrayal, right? We got Big Mom and Kaido uh, being in alliance, and then um, talking about betrayal there. And they earlier in the arc they alluded to alliances always ending in uh, betrayal, and uh, um. And we have, you know, a little bit of history of Big Mom and Kaido used to be on the crew back in the day with rocks. And, you know, maybe something happened there. You know, so this this idea of betrayal, loyalty, also, it's it's fresh in our minds. So let's keep, just make sure that we keep an, um, our minds on that. So right here, clearly going on is betrayal, right? Um, all the people working for Kaido are now realizing that it wasn't a good idea because they're being betrayed. And now they're the ones turning into ice onis, all this stuff. And then... One of the freaking uh, uh, mafia bosses, boss uh, Omasa, he gets infected and he he's scared. He's like, "I'm sorry, boss Hiogoro. Uh, if I'm only gonna going to harm my own people, then it's better to." And then Hiogoro goes, "I like, cuts him off before he can even say it." He's like, "No, you fool, don't." But Omasa's like, "I don't want to become a monster. I don't want to hurt my friends." Um, but Hiogoro's like, "I'm never gonna cut you down, dude." It, you know the whole zombie thing. You know, if you turn into a zombie, kill me. And he said, "No, we will figure this out." We just need the antibodies, all right? Uh, Chopper over here, he's like, hey, 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 uh, I can't, I got, I can't whip up an antidote and administer all these people in the mid- middle of a battle. It's impossible. Um, he's saying, but unlike the back in Udon, the mastermind behind this virus is right here. So whoever cultivates that virus must have the antibodies. Um, so. You know, they got to find out where that thing is. So, Queen basically makes it a game. He's saying, hey, you guys got one hour until you all basically turn into Onis. Uh, and he's like, here. He, he does have the antibody. He's like, you'll last, you'll last an hour at best. So, who's been turned into an Ice Oni? Your friend, your boss, your subordinate? Ha, ha, ha. Uh, they might as... They might be as strong and lively as they'll ever have been in their lives. Make sure to hug them one last time before they go. Catch the fever. Don't miss it. <coughs> and Apu's just like, hey, another sick weapon. That guy's a piece of work. And then right when he's trying to leave, he's banging on the door. Open the door already. Uh, Queen is like, hey, brother Apu. huh? He throws him the freaking antidote, the antibodies, in a little glass vial. He's like, hey. Everybody, let's play a game. It's called Freeze Tag. It's the Queen's game night. I want to have some fun. And uh, Apu's like, a nani? What the hell are you talking about? And so, to get the antibodies, you got to get it from Apu. And Apu's like, oh, hell no, nah, because Zoro is looking at him. Chopper is looking at him. The samurai is looking at him. Even the beast pirates are looking at him. They're, they all want to get cured. And Apu's got it. And he's like, what the hell? Uh, and Queen is just, just encouraging it. He's feeding it. He's like, yeah, steal, kill, do whatever it takes to get it. And it's just a free-for-all game. Crazy. Um, but then we switch to, uh, the right brain of the tower where Yamato and Sasaki are. So we get a little bit more up a day, right? Um, and Yamato's like, hey, I'm, I'm fighting for the Kazuki now. So it, it's on site. And Yamato, we got Yamato versus the armor division. And uh, and when Yamato finally is talking to Momo and Shinobu after they've been running away, not hearing anything, she's like, uh, Yamato saying, "Hey, I I saw you at the um, twenty years ago at the execution. 
The life of Kazuki Odin brought tears to my eyes. I ran to cure Kuri to try to save your life. Um, but back then I didn't have the strength. Uh, and they're like, I'm confused. Like what? Um, so then boom, an explosion happens and Yamato takes it right to the face. And then Momo is all shocked. Huh? How are you? Okay. And she's like, all I could do was watch as you dangled over the edge. And back then I didn't have the strength. And then Sasaki's like, what? Because, boom, Yamato swung. <laughs> hits the hell out of this guy. Sasaki's shocked as hell. He's like, okay. Yamato ain't playing. And Momo's confused. Like, who are you? Uh, you, you told me you were Odin last time. But and Yamato says, my other name is Yamato. And I would die for you. So she let she letting you know I would die for you, bro. I would die for you. You my son. All right, we're moving on to the next chapter, nine ninety five. Uh, let's get let's get a move on, yeah. Nine ninety five, Akunoichi's oath, and we get the the cover page. Oh, it's just a request. Luffy tries to study but gets bored right away. He's just laughing. He don't want to study. Uh, moving on. So. We get a big mom and Marco a little scuffle, and uh, he's like, "Stay out of this!" You know, they don't. Marco don't know where he where he lies. He don't know what he's doing. He's just he's just there because he felt like this is what he got to do. Um. Uh, uh, but Marco's like, "Hey, big mom, mm -mm, you got to get out of this because it's not good to have you here too." Uh, and uh, Pedro Spero is about to attack Marco and all this stuff. Um. And Big Mom's got Marco, like she she about to she about to wreck him. And Perispero's pointing his arrow at him, and it, it's a cool little panel. He's got the 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 way the arrow sticking out of the panel, it's like kind of like three D a little bit. And then out of freaking nowhere, Carrot and Wanda come and attack Perispero in their Sulong forms. We finally see Wanda's Sulong. Carrot is there. They scratch him right in the eyes. Moon ray. Oh, it's funny <laughs> the way he's talking. Oh my god, okay, I, I gotta read this, guys. So, Pedersper over here saying, There were times in the past when I wanted to kill you more than this. And he's talking to Marco. He's like, uh, It's all rather ironic. And he's about to say ironic, but then he says ironic. And then right when he gets attacked, he says, Run a neck. <laughs> so, let me, let me say it. It's all rather ironic. <laughs> As he gets attacked by a uh, moon raid. Um, and wow, what a scary look. Uh Perispero's eyes basically again slashed. Uh right across, like an X. And then they came out of nowhere and they're ready to fight them. And Wanda carry like, hey, pull up. And uh and that's when uh Marco's like, Alright, I'm out. Big mom is out. Uh Big Mom's like, let me get inside. Uh she's gotta get up in there. Marco's like, Alright, I'll get up in there. And, uh, but he's like, he hears something. He's like, hey, what's going on over there? He hears someone saying, hey, I'm turning into an Oni. <laughs> Help me. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but they're all chasing Apu. You know, he, he's got the antibodies and he's running away. Zoro attacks him. He's uh, Apu's dodging that. And he's just, you know, whatever. More chasing of that. It's just, you know, nonsense. But Queen, uh, somewhere around here, he does end up making note 
about uh, Sanji's um, uh, lineage, his Vin Smoke, his his father. He says, because uh, he's looking at at their bounty posters, and he's like, "Curse you, Drake! The moment we exposed your roost, you tr- showed your true hide." And the other guys, Roronoro Zoro, huh? Always best to take out the number twos and threes quickly. And they got Judge's son among their group too, Vin Smoke Judge. So he has uh he's got some ties to Judge, it seems. He knows Sanji and uh, he's got some interest in him. And uh then we see that over here, oh no. Oh my bruh. Chopper gets infected. And he's like, Oh crap, I didn't realize. Um he wasn't paying attention. He's over here just fighting. And uh over here but it says Brooks says he's fine. Uh, cause he, he can't get infected cause he's all bones. He got, he, it's funny. He got attacked and he's like, ah, uh, and he thought he was going to turn into an ice Oni. Uh, but Chopper's like, Hey, that's good. It's cause you don't have any skin or blood or warmth. You're basically a corpse. And then, uh, uh, Brooke is like, Hey, I guess I'm invincible then. Huh? <laughs> um, and then that's when Chopper starts to think about it. He's getting a little smart. He's like using his brain. He's like the virus spreads cause the body gets chilled, but. Is that possible from the inside? Could it be that this virus is... And then that's when he notices his arm. He's going to affect that out. He, he knows that has something to do with the coldness of it. And then we see some more uh, Usopp versus Ulti in page one. He's got the little the devil plant thing. He's, a, he's, doing, he's doing some work. He's attacking her. And she's just like, help me, pie pie. Uh, and Usopp's like, yeah, I got her. And then uh, page one just bites that thing like nothing and uh and then oh no that, that, that's not good Usopp tries more more bamboo stuff bamboo javelin more of his his stuff but it's not definitely not gonna be enough to take out old team page one they're just taking it they're getting just more pissed off like, what a waste stupid waste of time and then she's going at him and he's like no 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 she's like old team altar boom and in, in a beautiful uh drawn page we see Ulti smashing her head into Usopp. Oh man, that looks painful. And then we get a little x-ray vision of his nose getting shattered, his cranium getting shattered. And uh, that's not good. Um, but Nami is down. Usopp's down now. She's all bloody. They're just getting their ass beat by Ulti and Page One. And uh, I mean, why wouldn't they? This is Nami and Usopp. They need some help. They need... Who can come in here? Who can come... I don't know. Everybody's busy, right? Yeah, everybody's busy. Maybe where, where, where's Frankie? Frankie's doing something, right? Maybe he can show up. Come on, Frankie. Um, but Nami, she's bloody. Ulti picks her up. She's 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 like, I lost. I surrender. Please don't kill me. She's like, I'm done. Okay, please. I'm you're done. I'm done. I'm not gonna fight you anymore. I'm done. But she's. She's Ulti ain't having it. She's like, no, 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 no. Now you gotta talk. You need to denounce Luffy's dream. What did your freaking stupid ass captain said to my master Kaido that he would be the king of pirates, but Kaido is the one that's gonna be pirates. And Nami's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, Nami. He, Luffy, he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot. And um, and Ulti's like, no, no, no. I need you to say it. I swear, I need you to say it. Say it. Say quote. My captain will never be the king of the pirates. And uh, 
she's crying her eyes she's she's so scared of her life because she's she's has no fight left in her and Oti's gonna smash the shit out of her and she's like okay okay i'll say it she's like luffy will never and then Usopp, and he he just took a freaking headbutt to the dome he's watching nami he's got you know his eyes widened out he's like knocked out basically but he's he's watching and he's saying he's thinking to himself that's it nami go ahead just lie to her go ahead the the wrong word will be the end of your life after we made it all this way come on it's just to save your life it's okay to lie um and nami finishes her sentence she says luffy will never stop until he's the king of the pirates and uh, her face she's crying but she she can't she can't denounce it she's like she knows he'll never he'll never not be the king of the pirates of course he's gonna be the king of pirates she's like huh she's like then die and then boom she's like it's true she's crying she's accepting her shit and then chomp komachio the the out of nowhere well wait what did i just say Koma freaking chio bruh so this Koma chio comes out of nowhere and chomps the shit out of uh ulti and we hear get her Koma chio and who is that none other than otama what are you doing here what the hell what are you doing so she came to the rescue with Koma chio and she's like ah oh, let's let's pull up Pull up and that hey, and she wants to be a Konoichi. That's a Kunoichi's oath. You feel me? And uh, yeah, so we're gonna take another break here, guys. Uh, getting a little tired, but we'll take a little intermission. We've gone through what five chapters? We're halfway there. Uh, we got this, guys. We got this. We're gonna play. I'm gonna play another song here, and um, then we'll come back and finish the other ones. Uh, let's see where is it? Here we go. Here we go. Boom, boom, make sure the volume is good. All right, let's, let's take a little break, listen to some music, and uh, we'll be right back. everybody we are back with some more one piece we're gonna finish off the last five chapters of this 10 chapter review um back with 996 this one is titled island of the strongest 
And on the cover here, we have a reader request uh, with Blackbeard and a hippo brushing their teeth. So uh, interesting because uh, I believe in an SBS question, Oda answered that um, that uh, the spirit animal, I guess you could say, of Blackbeard was a hippo. So it's cool to see him and his uh, his spirit animal with there. They're just brushing their teeth. <laughs> it's funny because they got like the same kind of teeth, right? The big, uh, like... Um, with with holes missing in their teeth and stuff like that but anyways let's continue because last chapter uh komachio and otama came out of nowhere freaking deus ex machina just out of nowhere um coming to save the day with um to save nami and usopp from page one and ulti here we go page uh two here we go animal kingdom in the bath uh the forehead floor inside the dome so we get a little mini map so i like the maps it, it helps us uh know where everybody's at and then everyone's saying we see it says where did that thing come from that was a komainu lion dog from the wano mainland and everyone's like what the heck they're running and we hear woof 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 and we hear otama komachio thank you and it says hold on tight and it's a da -da -da -dum. and komachio running she's taking off with nami and Usopp's there, just like knocked out. He just took like a, a, a meteor, like a more uh, ulti motor to the dome, cracked his skull. His nose is all broken. He's all bloody. Nami's saying, Usopp, are you all right? And then ulti over there in the background, she's all pointing to them. She's like, Pay Pay, go bite that stupid dog in two. And he's like, Why me? You do it. <laughs> and she's like, What? And we, we see uh, Usopp. He's, uh, you know, just blabbing on and on. And, uh, you know, they just want to make sure he's all right. He's like, I'm fine. And then um, we're like, how did uh, Otama get get over here, right? Where did she come from? Just, I don't know where. And she, this is when she lets us know. She's like, hey, you know, we rode on an enemy ship. So I guess she used her kibidangos to, um, uh, to maybe uh convince one of the gifters to have her on on the ship or maybe she snuck on i don't know how though with the freaking uh koma inu the komachio dog uh but then right now boom yow, out of nowhere freaking the uh hihimaru the baboon comes out of nowhere to help against page one so you know um otama nami usopp komachio hihimaru all against page one and ulti uh, seems that they're able to fend them off. You got a big old sword. Um, but Otama, it's interesting line here that Otama says. She says, don't belittle his power, Onami. We came here as samurai. Uh, so, you know, she feels confident in her skills. And then we switch to uh, the right brain tower off to the side. And this is when, um, so Yamato doesn't want to leave Shinobu. Um, because she, in her head, she says, Odin would never do that, right? So... You know, she's taking on the Odin persona, and she's like, you know, I am Odin, and just just murking this armored division, and um, and then Sasaki's over here, and he's like, what what's going on? Like, are you are you on my side? What what we doing? What we doing here? Huh? Like, I thought you were part of our crew, and Yamato's like, oh hell nah, like I'm with them. And uh, then, you know, she's about to get serious. Uh, Sasaki here is starting to pull out his blade. And then that's and then Yamato's hey, I, I, I got to transform now. So the shocking we start to see this is when we get revealed that Yamato has some sort of I mean, it could be a devil fruit or it could be um, 
it's got to be a devil fruit, right? You know, what other power makes it so that they can start transforming? But, um, so Yamato starts to transform. We get the sharp teeth, and we hear the grrr. And, and Sasaki is a shooketh. He does not want to uh, want to see that. But then, I don't know where this is when Frankie comes in. He interrupts, and he's like, yikes, look out, because he's getting chased by the numbers, remember? Because the numbers think he's a toy, and they're just chasing him throughout the whole freaking uh, the castle. He just runs into Yamato right here, um, and uh, but Yamato recognizes Frankie, and because you know she's a, a big fan of Luffy and everybody, um, she already knows about his crew and starts fangirling out, uh, fanboying out about you know uh, about seeing Frankie and and general Shogun Frankie, you know, in his big old suit, and then boom, Hacha, I don't know where, just like smashes down, um, but. Hacha is easily defeated because when he smashes the ground, he makes a hole. Yamato, Shinobu, Momonosuke, Frankie, they all start falling down. And uh, let me see. How does uh, how does Frankie get up there? What is... Oh, wait. Oh, no. Frankie's not uh, falling. He's still at the top. Uh, but he's looking down towards where the hole is as Yamato and Shinobu and Momonosuke are falling down into the hole. And... Um, this is when Yamato defeats Hacha. This is like the parting gift. He says, um, here, let me give you, uh, Ata, thank you. Give me, this is like the thank you gift. And then boom, with an attack called Nari Kabura Arrow. Nari Kabura. Interesting. Uh, let me look that up real quick, actually. Uh, Nari Kabura. Because I wonder if that has any significant meaning behind it. Nari Kabura. What does this have to do with anything? So, um, it says arrow. Mm, I don't see anything. Um, no, it's just all One Piece related. It might have something to do with later on that we'll find out, but that's fine. Uh, anyways, back to um, back to this. You know, so Hacha is defeated. Uh, great for Frankie, but now Frankie is here with Sasaki, and uh, and yeah, and then as Yamato's leaving, he's got um, Shinobu and Momonosuke is trying to protect them and run away, and then he says, "You must survive. It is imperative in bold letter, imperative that you survive. You are the one who must guide the world to the dawn." And so this is a great revelation here. Um, obviously, Yamato knows some things because they've got Odin's journal. And they've read it, and they know a lot about the secrets, about the world, uh, because of what he wrote. And because of this, I guess somewhere in there, I, I assume something to that made Yamato believe that Momonosuke has to survive. It's imperative. So Yamato knows something about Momo and, and the dawn and, um, and everything like that. So we switch to... Uh, the second basement floor. So we're down here with Law. This is when Law entered right through the back. Um, after the samurai, they uh, they went up to ambush Kaido, and now Law has been down here at the bottom, and he's you know he's thinking to himself, he's remembering Corazon, you know his main inspiration, his like father figure that kept him alive, that he had no will to live, right? You know he was gonna die, uh, Law as a kid, and um, Rosinante. The uh, Corazon, his father figure, you know, was loved him and and everything. So obviously, um, he's remembering back about the people of the D, 
uh, what he told him because law revealed his name to Corazon and the fact that he has a D, he says the people of the D are known as the enemies of the gods. So I wonder if we're going to get some um, some information about this. Uh, he's thinking some more. And right now, boom, right here on page 11 of chapter 996, we see he's right in front of a poneglyph. And he's thinking, my true name is Trafalgar D. Waterlaw. And then, um, and then it shows some more flashback of him talking to Robbins. And she's saying, I'm stunned. You have the name of D as well. So unlike Luffy, he's been hiding his D. <laughs> hiding his D. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so he he's, doesn't put it out there like Monkey, uh, Monkey D. Luffy, right? Because he says Monkey D. Luffy. He just puts it out there. Um, and I remember with the whole Gold Roger thing, they called him Gold Roger. And they didn't really reveal that he had the D initial. And he would, in his talk with Whitebeard, he was saying Gold D roger he's like that's my real name so the whole d thing is like supposed to be a mystery and but luffy you don't give a fuck and law has been kept in a secret so he tells robin about it and he says I, you're the only one i would tell this um and robin says thank you for your trust but i don't have the answers for you uh, luffy probably doesn't care but i find the d name to be fascinating and so the only way is to follow the red stones yep and that means beating the four emperors and so he's right here, and he says, not this one. I need a red one. So this is not a red poneglyph. This is just a regular poneglyph. Um, regardless, I am interested to see what kind of information is on this poneglyph. Will Robin be able to read it eventually? Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. And, and Law out loud is saying, hey, Cora, I've made up my mind. I want to know the meaning of this checkered fate. So you know, he's trying to find out his past. This is his new purpose, right? Because before... It was all about Doflamingo. He was just dead set on getting revenge on Doflamingo ever since he killed you know, Corazon. Law has been planning his revenge uh, all the way up. And this is why he allied with Luffy because he wanted Kaido to take out Doflamingo. But, you know, as always, plans go to shit. And now they have Kaido after them. So after this whole Doflamingo thing, then it was like, what are you going to do next? They went to Zoe. And now they had Kaido against them. So, you know, after this whole Kaido thing, now it's like, Law, what are you going to do? You know, because the whole reason why Law is here, teamed up with us, with Luffy and everyone, is because he wanted to, to take out Doflamingo and now Kaido. But now his new goal is he wants to find out the meaning of this checkered fate. So, um, yeah, is he going to be a permanent ally? Hope so. He could be a great addition to like the the Grand Fleet or something like that. But anyways, we uh, transition here to the third floor, and uh, and kid, he's grabbing a whole bunch of metal and he's just bringing it along. And obviously, he's trying to get to the roof uh, to where Kaido is, and he's just like grabbing as much as he can. And uh, and Killer says, "Hey, our enemy is the world's strongest pirate. After all, you can't have too much." And he's like good answer so kid and killer on their way to kaido and then boom oh my god this shot here page 14 at the bottom kaido's face yo i gotta draw that holy shit so he looks just menacing black eyes just angry just oh, pure like just power right there and he's de just demolishing the akazaya night he just smacks the shit out of kidamon boom just he's just going to town He's just defeating them all. He's like, all right, games are over. Boom. 
and uh, there they are all all defeated and uh, then we get next shot we see big mom she's flying in she just came from outside remember talking to marco and with pedospero and everything she's coming in she's i gotta go where kaido is and so she comes flying in with um prometheus and it says big mom's back everyone can see and that the whole oni um ice oni thing is going on so we're trying to resolve that and then we get a shot robin chopper apu zoro drake they're all look watching as big mom freaking this threat just coming straight at her and then she says don't worry i'm not interested in going i'm only interested in going up top where kaido is so she goes straight up zoom she wants to go to where kaido is and then we cut to another cut and this is where uh luffy jimbei and sanji are all trying to run up to the the roof sanji and jimbei are like luffy's bodyguards just defeating enemies as luffy's just trying to do a beeline straight up to the roof he needs to get there the akazari nine again that ass whooped and he needs to come and save them but lo and behold sanji's like hmm hey do you guys hear that and luffy and jimbei can't hear it they're like what you can hear from the third floor and then he's like he's listening he's closing his eyes and he can hear he's i guess his observation hockey is on peak and uh he says he can hear the whole come my dear that's it <laughs> but my lord you mustn't it would be so naughty so he's hearing girl um being approached by some creepy dude and she's like no it's so naughty and so obviously sanji gotta go do something about this so here we go chapter 997 let's just get right into it this one is titled flames and we see on the cover it's another reader request and this one is a raccoon dog a tanuki priest smacking sanji's shoulders because he's too distracted for zen meditation so it's very funny he's trying to to um to meditate but his eye in the shape of a heart and like reaching around he's trying to eye nami in the background she's in her like little bathing suit or whatever she's just playing and he's obviously he's got eyes for nami and the tanuki priest he's like zoro he's got the 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 sticks the sword sticks in his mouth and his hands and he's just smacking sanji uh because of it so very very funny um so we go right back to where we left off sanji running he just he kind of just dips off he's like hey let me handle this you guys go ahead and um he goes right here and it's like this japanese trope where it's like you see the silhouette of the um it's not a curtain, but like a like a wall, like a see-through wall. You know, like the typical like Japanese. You can see the silhouette, and he could see that he's like unwrapping this this uh, woman, her from her waist uh, belt, her waistband. It's like the rope, and she's spinning and getting undressed. And he's like, "Oh, bro, like you 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 touching this woman?" She's saying, "No, please stop, my lord." And he's just like, "Come on." It's like this weird <laughs> sexual trope, and he's just like, "Oh," and he's. Like, and so not he's like that famous sexual harassment technique from the land of samurai the powerful man tugs on the sash of helpless women and with each spin she's not just losing part of the cloth that covers her body she's losing herself so he's gonna go and come and save them but of course why it's not a surprise this is just a trap sanji falls for the trap obviously because he cannot help cannot help resist uh trying to save a woman and they are playing him for a sucker he gets caught in this web and they reveal themselves and it's a trap and uh turns out it is black maria in her pleasure hall area she's surrounded by all these like women and obviously this is going to be sanji's uh weakness 
And uh, so he falls for it. She calls him a boy. He's like, hey, don't insult me. But, you know, obviously he's still falling for her because, god damn, she's beautiful. She's huge. You know, like, like, you know, death by snoo snoo, right? You know, smush, smush uh, fetish and everything. She's huge. She can stomp on him, step on him, <laughs> all that sexual stuff. Um, but we're going to see how he gets out of that because, you know, he does not fight women. I wonder if it'll be another version of Eni's Lobby where he's going to have to get Nami or some other person to fight Black Maria. But anyways, we cut back to where Luffy and, and Jibei are and they're like wondering where Sanji went. He just ran off and then we see uh, Poker and Mizerka, this gorilla uh, smile fruit user and the rattlesnake smile fruit user. So they're over there waiting for Luffy and Jinbei to show up on the stairs and they're just chilling like yep we'll just be right here waiting for them to come up and uh but some allies have made a shortcut and did like a, a ladder some uh through a hole in the ceiling and so luffy and jim are able to take a shortcut and not take the stairs and they're the the smile fruit users the i guess they're not gift yeah they're gifters oh headliners there we go yeah it says headliners so these two headliners are just waiting but uh, he never shows up because they took a shortcut. So it's a little funny gag. And then we cut back to the performance floor, the dome. And we see Big Mom is just flying up to the ceiling. Uh, you know, from last time. And she's going up there where Kaido is. But when she's doing that, you know, some rubble, some crumbs, some rocks, and some shit so starts falling from the hole. Because the big-ass hole that Kaido made through the ceiling. Um, and then we see something fall. Zoro notices it. He looks at it. And then he gets super serious, very, uh, very concerned, very serious. And he's like, mm. and, uh, you know, this whole time, Apu is the one that has the antibodies that everyone's trying to get for this ice only thing. And, uh, you know, boss Omasa, one of the Yakuza bosses, he he's turned fully ice only. So he's attacking his allies and that's and Hio is right there. So Hio's got to take him out. Um but Zoro, not saying anything. We just see him, you know, looking around. We see him start walking. You see him start start approaching, just cutting down Ice Onis like nothing. So something happened that triggered the fuck out of Zoro. He's just, he's done. He's like, I ain't playing no more games anymore. Um, Drake is going after Apu, but Apu's still defending himself. And then, boom, we get a silhouette of Zoro. Ding. And he does a shi shi song song, a little lion song. But he actually doesn't say it. It's just all everything is silent. And y'all right here, page nine of nine nine of chapter nine ninety seven. Ooh, that's just the negative space. You see nothing around Zoro, so you know it's like nothing is else matters at this point right now. He's just trying to get the fucking antibody. He's just like, I need to get this shit because some serious shit is going down. This is not no kitty pirate games bullshit. We need to get this shit and get this shit going on the road. And uh, he gets the antibody like nothing. Cuts down Apu like a badass that he is. Amazing drawing right here by Luke, by Oda. And he gets the antibody. And they're like, what the hell? And he gives it to Chopper. And uh, Chopper reveals he's already figured out how the virus works. And Zoro's so proud of him. He's like, I knew you would. That's my bro. That's my homie. That's what's up. Go. And so Chopper, he's announcing to everybody. He's trying to help everybody saying that... Uh, um, 
you know, you, the way we got to to combat this ice, only thing we got to use fire on it. So let's use fire. It cools it down because, um, I mean, it heats it up because the ice only thing is about cooling down your temperature. And that's what's transforming them. And as long as they can keep their temperature up and warm, then they will not, it'll slow it down. It won't cure it, but it'll buy them some time so that Chopper can make the antidotes. He said right here, he's, and he even said, I'll make enough antidotes for everybody. He's going to save everyone, friend or foe. So awesome, you know, great. Uh, this is what I love about the Straw Hats, about One Piece and everything. You know, regardless of enemies, it's not about that. It's about, you know, life and freedom and everything. And so even if they're enemies, he's going to save them. This is the doctor's oath, right? The Hippocratic Oath um, about, you know, do no harm and always, you know, it doesn't matter. We do not judge. They don't discriminate. Doctors, they, they just heal the wounded, and that's what's needed. Um so he's going to go off and uh, do his little antibody thing uh, while Zoro, he, he's done playing fucking games. He's like, I'm pissed off. I'm tired of doing this bullshit Ice Oni shit. So he goes and attacks Queen, cuts his, his weapon so he can't shoot those bullets anymore. And he's like, I didn't come all this way to this island to waste time on some bunch of nonsense. You know, but the... the uh, the not so G-rated version would have been. I am tired of this bullshit. <laughs> What's this stupid game? Um. So he and then all of a sudden, the ground starts shaking. Everyone's thinking like, "What the hell's going on? What the fuck?" The ground shaking. Everyone's thinking like, "Yo, Zoro, you got Conqueror's heart key? What's what's going? What's good? What you doing?" And he's like, "No, obviously that's not me. What are you talking about?" Um. But. You know, Robin does to, uh, chime in and she does mention to Zoro, hey, you know, I know how you feel. I saw it too. I saw it fall through the ceiling. And so we get back to like, you know, something fell through the ceiling when Big Mom went up there. And Zoro saw that shit, made him change his whole tune. And he's like, I'm done with this bullshit. And what did they see? They saw Kiku's arm. You know, because a couple chapters ago when Zoro, I mean, uh, Kaido was fighting the Akazaya 9 and he did the wind slashes, just slice straight through Kiku's arm, just whoosh, and that fell to the floor. So he's seen that shit. He knows this is like, okay, like they're up there risking their lives. They lo Kiku already lost an arm. Like we don't have no time to waste. We got to do some shit. So, you know, and then, and then boom, Marco shows up. Zoro's trying to get to the roof. He's like, I gotta, I gotta fight Kato. I gotta go help those guys out. But Marco's like, Hey, is there anything I can help you guys with? And then he's like, Perfect. Um, but there's like an earthquake going down, and we're like, Wait, what's going on? What's good? The island, the whole island starts shaking. Like, Wait, what's going on? What's going on? And then um, everyone's kind of commenting on it. We see the submarine. Uh, they're like, oh, we, we can't surface right now. We got to get away from Onigashima. So they're trying to get away because it's too crazy. Like a bunch of rubble, a bunch of rocks start breaking off. Well, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Black Maria seems to know what's going because she's like, oh, he's so impatient. So something's going on. Um, and then we cut to Yamato. She's trying to help Momonosuke and Shinobu. She's like, we got to escape. We got to get out of here. Come on, let's go to the port. Let's get a ship. Let's get you off this island. We got to get you safe because... Uh, my job is to protect you. We need to get out of here. Um, so they're trying to leave the island. You know, they're like, fuck this battle. Um, we're just going to get a ship and bounce. But lo and behold, there's no sea. What the hell? Yamato's looking around and she's like, oh, yeah, there's no ships. There's no sea. What are we going to do? And then Momo's confused. Like, what do you mean there's no sea? What? What does that even mean? And Yamato's like, oh, man, we're too late. 
and we're confused and like what the hell is going on and she starts explaining dragons fly through the air by creating something called flame clouds meaning that kaido is sending onigashima itself aloft and then boom this reveal yo yo right here on the last couple pages 16 and 17 oh my god that art that art look at that the whole island is being lifted up off from the sea off into the air and is floating by the um the clouds of the spiral clouds of the flame clouds like she said so this is this has to do with kaido's devil fruit his dragon powers and it says he's going to move the entire island to the flower capital yo and then we cut to kaido he's at the top all the akazaya nine are defeated they're all on the ground he's like are you satisfied yet kozuki is finished and now he's talking about you know the new onigashima he's like let us begin the world of violence dun 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 and that is the end of chapter 997 we're almost there guys almost there let's get into it chapter 998 this one is titled ancient types so ancient types um i guess this is a reference to all the ancient zoan types they have all the dinosaurs and all the different zoans great great because kaido is the king of the beasts and his whole crew is filled with zoans all these animals these um these monsters so let's see how many ancient types we have how many you guys think before we do this chapter we can take a guess you think we're in like i don't know we got like a couple ancient types more than five maybe eight ten so let's, let's count when we get here. So uh, cover stories, another reader request. It looks like uh, Enerdu is just kicking back, listening to some music with a cat. So pretty fun, interesting. Cool, cool. All right, let's get into it. So Onigashima is flying. It's like way the fuck up there. What the hell is going on? And uh, they're, they're shocked. They didn't even know that freaking Kaido can do this. Like this is an OP ability. He can literally just move islands he just lifts that shit and moves it this is a huge island right like remember when we arrived and we seen the big sword that was just sticking out right there and the ships that arrived and and all the things and, and the whole castle and the whole thing every, he's lifting the whole fucking thing that's crazy um but we go back to uh marco is here and he's you know he's uh he just starts with his flames he, he uses his flames on chopper and everyone's thinking that he's attacking Chopper. They're like, what? What are you doing? Hey! Brooke is mad. Zoro's mad. They're like, what's going on? And they're like, whose side is he on? They don't even know. Is he, in, is he in the middle? Is he fighting against the Straw Hats? Is he fighting with them? And then and then Marco's like, hey, does it feel hot? Because <laughs> uh, Zoro and Brooke both attacked Marco, but he just dodged it. And Chopper's like, huh, that's weird. I'm burning, but I don't have any burns. And so I guess uh, Marco has the has the flames and like with his phoenix flame his powers that it's like just warm enough like super lukewarm to where it feels like nice it feels warm and comforting and it also keeps um so it keeps them warm and so then prevents the virus from spreading and so this gives a lot of time for chopper so chop chopper goes with miyagi and tristan the doctor and the nurse and they go off to this to the side they're just like protected over there uh, and they're going to work on the antibodies for everyone um, but the ice onis are in the way and this is when marco does his huge awesome attack it's called phoenix pyre apple so that's a pun 
Uh, very interesting pun, but amazing attack. Look at this on page uh, page four. He does like this huge fire attack with everyone. And uh, they're like, ah, it burns. Wait, actually, it's not that hot. <laughs> so everyone is on fire, um, but a warm fire. It's not too hot. And so everyone is starting to get back to normal. All the ice onis are going away. And Chopper's like, all right, let me get off over here. Um, and then Apu is here. But he's like, all right, he's going to try to get his, his revenge. He's like, you're not going anywhere. But then, boom. I don't know where. This is our first ancient type reveal. X Drake turns into his ancient type dragon dragon fruit uh, Allosaurus model. So he's an Allosaurus. Not quite a T-Rex. But he's an Allosaurus. And he attacks Apu as Apu is about to, is trying to attack everyone else. And like they're like, what? So Marco, now Drake. Like, what side is he on? Like, first Drake was on Kaido's team. And now he just, like, switched sides. Marco, he came in as, like, an unknown. He just randomly showed up. And I guess, and so now he's on our side. So everyone's switching to our side. Uh, so great. And Zoro appreciates it. He's like, hey, you got a talent for picking the winning horse, huh? So he's glad to have uh, Drake on our our side. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so we skip up to the fourth floor where Jinbei is. He stood behind. He's, like, letting Luffy go up because, you know, there's a lot of enemies here. He's like, hey, Luffy, Luffy, come. Let me go. Let me stay here. You know, Luffy, come. And, uh, um, but there's, like, a, a lot of cats in this area. So it looks like, you know, those... Um, those tower things that cats use, um, those play pens, uh, where it's like got different levels. It looks like a tree top, like a like a little you know stand, and uh, I guess that's where you know it's got it's like a cat playroom or something. But a bunch of silhouettes of cats, and uh, so he's staying behind to, to fend these off while Luffy goes on ahead, and um, and. Uh, then we cut to Frankie, and Frankie is attacking Sasaki. He's attacking the armor division with his Shogun Frankie, his uh, General Frankie. He's just blasting them. And then, so uh, um, Frankie goes to attack, but then he gets knocked back. Boom! Frankie's like, what the hell? And then, boom, here's our second reveal. Holy crap, what a shot. This double spread, sheesh. Over here at page ten and eleven, you see Sasaki gets the reveal, dragon, dragon fruit, ancient type Triceratops. So we get revealed Sasaki is a Triceratops. Awesome sauce. So we're getting all these dinosaurs. Um, great. So we got General Frankie versus a Triceratops. He looks pretty cool. I like that. So that's two ancient types. Um. So we got a robot versus dinosaur. Man, ain't this every little boy's dream? <laughs> Dinosaurs and robots. Man, so Sanji's trying to escape. He's trying to get out of there, but he can't resist the women. Um, and then, boom. Holy crap. Again, another reveal. We see Black Maria. She's upside down on the ceiling. But lo and behold, why is she on the ceiling upside down? It's because, boom, her she is revealed to have the spider spider fruit. Ancient type. Now, let me try to pronounce this correctly. The Rosa Migale Gravogeli. Gravogeli. Rosa Migale. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Very interesting. I, I uh, 
I'm going to look that up real quick. I'm going to see what that looks like. But she's revealed to also have an ancient type. So this like this ancient spider. Uh, it says ancient type. So I don't know. I've never heard of this kind of spider before. Rosa migale guavogeli. So let's see. What is this? It's an extinct, extinct genus of a Triassic spider. Interesting. So it's an extinct spider. Very, very interesting. So, um, cool, cool. I like that. I like that. Okay. So, anyways, he, Sanji, he just he can't help us. He's tied up by the web. All we see like the 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 girl with the snake smiley fruit. Her you know her whole neck is like long like a snake. We see all these women. Some look like yokai, like demon with the horns and and like like a like a scary demon ghost kind of thing. Um, but it's just women everywhere. All these women everywhere he looks. He's like, what is this place? Is it heaven? <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? And then boom, yo, we've had like back to back to back to back, yo. So that's three ancient types now. And then we go cut here to another double spread. Yo, it's been like three, four double spreads in a row. This art is awesome. I love this. Amazing. So pages 14 and 15, we get another reveal. So this is the big cat cafe in the fourth floor where Jinbei's at. We see a whole bunch of cats. And then who's at the top? None other than who's who, right? Who's who? 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 Who's up there? Who's who's up there? Who? <laughs> Uh, but he's got the cat cat fruit ancient type saber tooth tiger so we get the saber tooth tiger awesome so i like this design i really do because who's who keeps the mask so he's got the just the circle white eyes and the the horns and the mask and everything but the and he's all like lazy i like i like this this uh this take on it he's still got the cigarette in his mouth let's see doom and then um but i like this part right here it says um He's like, hey, well, great. Straw Hat's gone on now, and he's sure to bother Kaido now. Would you stop picking on my subordinates? And then uh, he goes on to say, have a little pride, former warlord of the sea. So he calls on the warlord of the sea, but Jinbei's like, uh-uh. He's like, I prefer my more prestigious title, a helmsman of the Straw Hat crew. Boom, mic drop. He's like, yo warlord of the sea that that's nothing that ain't shit i'd rather be called the helmsman of the straw hat crew that's more prestigious so you know back in the day when someone would hurt here that somebody was a warlord yo just just by that title everyone gave you respect but jimbe thinks that you know being the helmsman of the straw hat crew is even higher above that in terms of respect so respect to jimbei for recognizing you know recognize that jimbei is our helmsman hell yeah and uh, uh but then he uh some interesting dialogue happens between um who's who and jimbei he goes on to say oh pardon me i only thought of that because when i saw you once you were a warlord but that doesn't matter. And Jimmy's like, hey, you know, maybe if I see your face, I can recognize you. And he's like, yeah, too bad. That's not going to happen. So seems that who's who knows um, Jimbe. He's got some history, perhaps. Maybe it's a uh, because, you know, we don't know what he looks like. He's got the mask. Um, perhaps this is somebody we've seen in the past. Maybe um, this is somebody that Jimbe knows. 
Maybe he knows. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's just somebody that seen happened to seen Jinbei back then. I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. But again, I just wanna I just wanna mention right here on page fourteen fifteen the art is great. I love the different cat designs. Oda is so uh, creative. Like we have so many di- like they're all cats. They're like different types of cats. There's like a, a jaguar. There's a lion. There's a tiger. There's a cat. You know, all these things. And they all look like different art styles. Uh, so, pretty interesting. Pretty cool. I like that. And then, yo! Another double spread. What we doing, Oda? What we doing? Right here at the end. Uh, this is where chapter 998 ends. And it it shows us with uh, the last ancient types. So, with Drake is one. Uh, Sasaki makes it two with Triceratops. And then Black Maria makes it three. And then Who's Who makes it four. And then, boom, Ulti and Page One makes it five and six. So they get revealed. Their fruit gets revealed again because, you know, we've already been, you know, privy to what their uh, devil fruit is. So Page One is the Dragon Dragon Fruit Ancient Type Spinosaurus. So he's a Spinosaurus. And Ulti is Dragon Dragon Fruit Ancient Type Pachycephalosaurus. So she's the head butter. She's the the one with the, the horns on the head and the big, thick dome. Um, but they crash outside of the dome. They're they're chasing um, Komachio and Usopp and Nami. They're trying to get go after them because they pissed them the fuck off. They done fucked up. And she wants to split Nami's head in two. And she's like, oh, you're not getting away. And, uh, but then, yo, and this is where it ends, right here on the left side in the storeroom. So I guess there's like some secret storeroom, but this is where Yamato takes Momo to, uh, to the storeroom. This is where the, I guess the secret hideout thing is. And it's got like this dragon statue thing. And, um, interesting. It looks like it's melted a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's all. Everything looks broken. It looks like, you know, it's just like a a trashed storeroom. But it's like, what is this thing? Um, and Yamato goes on to explain that it's a statue of a dragon. In the past, it was placed at the entrance of the island, but my friend destroyed it, so they discarded the statue here. And she's like, Momo's like, wait, your friend destroyed it? And he's just like, yeah. A man who came here years ago to kill my father. And then we get a little a little flashback silhouette. And we see that it starts to turn to black. And who is the silhouette? None other than Ace. So we knew that there was some history with Yamato and Ace. But now we're hopefully we're going to get a little bit more flashback here. So, yeah. Anyways, um, next up we've got chapter 999. And uh, let's just get right into it. <sighs> so 999, we're almost there, guys. Just two more chapters. And this one is titled, The Sake I Brewed to Drink with You. So, ooh, it looks like we're going to be getting, uh, hopefully, that flashback. Um, we, we get here a color spread. It looks like it's only half of it. And uh, oh, interesting. So you turn it. If you turn it, it's half of it, and it's it's the um, what do you call it? It's the the poster double spread or the color spread thing of back when Oda did the the 100 chapter celebration 
Um, it's an old, old color spread, but I guess it's redoing it now, all updated with, with all the crew members and, and everything. So this is the first half of it. It's got Zoro, Chopper, Sanji, Robin, Usopp, and Frankie. And it looks like we're missing Nami, um, Brooke, Luffy, and Jinbei. Okay. Anyways, so first page oh yeah straight into the flashback it's all black in the background so we know this is years and years years ago i think this is before he was with whitebeard um because i know i know ace was in this on the seas for a while and he got his own crew and um and everything he was he traveled around before he did end up joining uh whitebeard but we see the Onigashima, and it says, uh, "Stop, Ace! Uh, let's go back." And and then I, I guess Ace and Yamato right here are fighting, and Ace is like, "Who are you? Name yourself." And he's like, and Yamato's like, "You go first. And he's like, "I'm Ace. I've come to take Kaido's head." Um, and uh, but Yamato reveals like, "Hey, yo! So uh, actually, my dad and his man are on an expedition. Um, so you're not gonna find anybody here." And uh, Ace is like, yo, that's your dad? Kaido, your dad? He's like, what the heck? And they're like, that's Kaido's daughter? What the fuck? They're, like, they're all confused. They're like, wait. What, what's going on? And uh, he's like, wait. You're, uh... Hold up. We're here. He's like, damn. Right here on page uh, four, we see, like, the whole aftermath. Everyone's been defeated. There's, like, a fire in the background. Hey, yo, he, Ace and his crew just wrecked havoc. They're, he's trying to take down Kaido. What was he thinking? He th he thought he had a chance. Um, but you know, Ace's crew and them—they're all saying, "Come on, y'all, let's let's dip out of here. We don't, we ain't got no business to do here." Um, and it says right here, the families of these abducted children are waiting. So I guess there were some abducted children. Interesting. That's a interesting thing. But Ace notices Yamato has the cuffs on the 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 what was it the sea prism cuffs. So he's like, "Yo, you know, there's some there's some backstory here. I I, ain't, I don't even know what's going on. I'm ignorant to all this shit." So Ace is like, "Hey, it doesn't make sense that someone this powerful isn't the captain. I want to settle this." So they just keep keep fighting and keep fighting, and then. Uh, and AC, he's going at her because he's like, he he knows like Kaido's your dad. You got these handcuffs on and all this shit. And Ace has his own daddy issues, right? You know, with Roger and shit. And he's like, and so Ace is is yelling at Yamato, but Loki he might be talking about himself. You know what I'm saying? He's all saying, "Hey, you can't choose your father, Yamato. So you hate your old man that much, huh? Forget about the cuffs. Why do you let him chain your heart too?" And yo, this cut deep. So maybe. This might be something that Ace is either telling himself or he has already told himself. And this is something he's gone over. And so he maybe he's trying to help Yamato get over uh, their father issues. And because, uh, you know, Ace, he he let the fact that Roger was his dad hold him back and everything. But uh, and I was saying that you let him chain your heart too. you, you got to be free. You can't let you can't let that, you know, hold back what you feel and what you want to do. And, uh, but 
but then there the all the uh the headliners we see the gifters we see babanuki we see poker we see some of these guys um saying no master yamato don't that's a symbol of master kaido's power so you know that statue that you, that uh we just found out from last chapter about um that she said that her friend destroyed actually she seems to be the one that some that destroys it first cuts off the head and and reveals like hey i wish i could leave too i want to go and sail out to the sea and i want to go on adventures and i want to live free as odin did so yo this is some telegraphed shit like yamato after this art is going to be gone like i want to sail out into the sea and now that they don't have any of the cuffs they don't have anything holding them back you know they can go out to sea are they going to join us we'll see we're just gonna have to wait and see but um they want to live as free as odin did um so ace likes that and uh then he also attacks this so that's how it melts so so they both basically destroyed it and then he's he's encouraging yamato like yeah that's the spirit so through fighting and through bonding over their father issues it seems like they're getting along and then boom we cut to a full moon with them both drinking some sake and they're laughing and they're enjoying themselves i guess they made up and they're partying. And they're like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. So it's nighttime, though. Everyone's asleep. You see them knocked out. And they're just laughing. It's just those two on a rock with the full moon right above them. I love that Oda does that. You know, just he, very conscious of the moon and the phases of the moon and where to put the moon. Anyways, so uh, uh, Ace is like, yeah, it's such a shame. We we would, When we get along so well like this, he's like... Yamato's like, ah, if I ever get these off, I swear I'm going to go out to sea too. So um, Yamato wants to know what's it like out there in, in the ocean and the freedom and everything. And so Ace starts to go on talking about, um, oh, Yamato wants to know if there's any young folks out there making an anthem for themselves. Because, you know, after all, um, Yamato does know what's in Odin's journal. And he did say, you know, some things. So I wonder, you know, Yamato has got some uh, motivations behind these questions. And so Ace is like thinking, hmm, young folks? Uh, well, there's this Kevin something guy. <laughs> People are talking about him. And, uh, and he's like, I'm on a different level, of course. But, you know, there are some other people out there. You know, there's Kid in the South. There's Law in the North. Beige in the West. And then Ace goes to say, but the toughest one of them all won't be selling but won't be setting sail for a few years and that's my little brother Doom. so ace is super proud of uh luffy saying he's gonna be the best of them all he's gonna be the toughest so keep an eye out for my little brother luffy he's like he's gonna be massive trust me and then yamato's like how many times are you gonna mention your brother so obviously ace really loves talking about his brother luffy um and yamato's learning a lot about luffy through ace so this explains a lot why yamato found luffy was like yo i need i need to talk to you and um and then ace is like i'm gonna talk about him as many times as i want she <laughs> and uh so yamato's like yeah well the, well the truth about the dragon statues i broke it first but then he said this is a warning to kaido until the next time i show up but my father was furious and he never saw ace again but Momo's like, uh, wait, there was a pirate trying to save Wano? Wait, father? And then Yamato reveals, yeah, uh, Kaido's my father. 
<laughs> and Momo and Shinobu just like this is hilarious. He, Momo's eyes popping out. He scoots way the hell back. Shinobu's rolling away because she's she can't even move. <laughs> and they're like, what? And yeah, I was like, oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, but don't worry, I hate him. <laughs> I told you I'm Odin, right? They're like that makes even less sense. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but then. Shinobu was like, I believe I understand the story now. I appreciate your help. But Yamato's like, well, stop being so shy. Come over here. And they're like separated. They're like freaked out. Um, but it goes on to say that, but why would you... And Momo's asking Yamato, well, why would you tell me about Ace? Why would you tell me about this guy? And then uh, Yamato's like, well, Ace died two years ago. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. And he says, you see, he was... And then dot, 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 just goes, gets cut off. And then we shift to Otama and Nami on the back of Kyomachio. And uh, they're talking, and they're also now talking about um, she's been working to become a ninja. You know, Kunoichi, a female ninja. And she's being motivated, and she's... It's all because, um, you know, she she believed in Ace. You know, Ace, was when Ace arrived, he was there and um inspired tama and tama wanted to go with ace and everything and she's upset because luffy didn't give her the bad news about ace dying gently she he told him he told her straight up remember way back um luffy's like ace is dead (laughs) and uh, he was just straightforward blunt um brutally honest and just but see she didn't she doesn't know that uh luffy and ace are brothers she just thought that luffy was just some other guy and just telling her that ace is dead and uh but nami here is revealing like oh well sorry he's like that but you know you know that event of ace dying it's really painful for luffy too and then uh we cut to the performance floor and then we see marco he's just they're like stop marco stop him and so he's because he's helping everybody out with the with the ice oni stuff queen is yelling get, don't let him get away and but the the bad guys all the the headliners and the i'm not the headliners the gifters and the pleasures and the waiters they're like wait but marco saved us like you were shooting us like queen yo like because remember queen is turning on his own people shooting them turning him to ice onis and they feel betrayed by Queen, but now Queen is trying to give them more orders. Um, and uh, they're like, wait, Marco saved us. You want us to go after Marco who saved us while you killed us? Or you're trying to kill us? And it says, you want Master Queen to kill us? And then, uh, but <laughs> Marco's like, hey, look, I'm not trying to go after Kaido right now. So what are we doing? Uh, Brooke and Robin uh somebody tells them run to the castle you guys and like we will fine if you insist so they go over there um i guess they're trying to help them out i don't know i don't know why they're saying telling them to run into the castle but you know they're trying to get up in there and uh and they're like i've got him marco the phoenix is mine so they're all trying to attack marco but then boom oh cool right here uh page 11 you see like a sword going through marco's head but you know because of his devil fruit he turns into the phoenix goes straight through him and he looks at zoro he's like hey you ready and he's like let's go he turns and then boom beautiful shot of the fire the sparkles he turns into his phoenix and everybody gets knocked out they're like ah he goes flying up to the sky 
And Queen's like, yo, he's carrying one of the straw hats. And uh, he's carrying up Zoro. But then Marco's having a little bit of flashback. And uh, this is what's getting him a little bit of the motivation. Um, Whitebeard saying, like, hey, how many times have I told you, Ace? You know who used to be the second division commander before you and why the position was unfilled for so long. So he's talking about Odin because Odin was the second division commander before Ace. So interesting that Ace took over that spot from Odin. And Izo, Izo here with the Whitebeard Pirates, he's like, yeah, we only learned of Lord Odin's death several years after it happened. So they didn't even know. And Marco's like, yeah, and we, we thought about, you know, moving on Wano many times, but we never did in the end. Could you imagine what would happen? How many, how many would lose their lives? So they're, you know, they're thinking pragmatically. They're like, you know, yeah, we're we're devastated. Odin died, but that was, you know, we didn't find out till years years later. And you know, we were thinking about let, let's go get revenge, but you know, it would just be useless casualties. And um, so they're like, well, I mean, you know, that was that's Oda Odin's journey, right? That's Odin's um, thing. So. Um, anyway, Ace wants to go on his own and defeat Kaido because he made a promise to go back to where for Tama and he went to go back for Yamato and everything. And Whitebeard ain't having it. He's like, yo, you think you can vanquish the man that Kazuki Odin could not? Don't be conceited, Ace. And, uh, and then we see another cameo or not another, but we see a cameo from Blackbeard. And he's like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And Odin was plenty tough. I get wanting to take out a big shot, though, you know, Commander Ace. And uh, he's like, hey, and then uh, Marco's like, hey, yo, shut up, Teach. He's not doing this because um, he wants to hunt down big shots. He's got a promise to keep. And then Easel's like, yo, if, if, he, ever, if he ever gives you the heads up, send me an invitation, Ace. We want to go with you. And Marco's like, yeah, I'd be interested, too. And uh, flashback, I mean, it's over. We, Marco starts to tear up because he's, he, you know, he's remembering Ace. You know, Ace, this is this was Ace's journey. Ace wanted to take down Kaido. And he said, hey, if that ever happens, you know, call on me. And so now he's here, you know, fulfilling. This is all, you know, the inherited will, right? This is, in, uh, this is carrying on Ace's will, you know, through Luffy. And now they're taking down Kaido. You know, it's all like this big full circle of fate. And then we see, boom, we see king and queen at the top turn into their ancient type. So the, even more ancient type. So after, what was it, six, seven, eight. So this is eight now, two. Queen is the dragon, dragon type, ancient type. Uh, dragon, dragon fruit, ancient type, Brachiosaurus, lead performer queen. So he turns into his Brachiosaurus form. And they're trying to block Marco. And then, boom, king, dragon, dragon fruit, ancient type, Pteranodon model. And he's also saying the battle's over, you know, um, once Kazuki Odin's son is dead. So they're going to try to take out Momo because that's, you know, everything. This is all for uh, Momonosuke because he's a Kazuki and trying to keep the Kazuki clan um, as the leaders of the Wano. And uh, but Marco's like, hey, yo, you're pitting yourself against the new generation now, yo. And uh, but they can't touch Marco. He just like goes straight through him. And this is when uh cuts to Otama and then she's like, What? Big Big Brother Luffy's is Ace's brother? And it's shocked. So she gets revealed that, you know, Ace and Luffy are brothers. Wow. She's like, Then I touched a really sore spot for him. But Nami's just like, right, don't worry about it. He, you know, he's not he wasn't upset. 
Um, but then she's like, more importantly, let's do that plan of yours. So interesting. What plan are they talking about? Hmm. Uh, anyways, so then also in the same page, same reveal, this is when also Yamato is telling uh, Momonosuke about Ace, saying that he, and then Momo's like, what? So he's Roger's son and Luffy's brother? Is this true? What the heck? So what a what an act of fate and that is that's exactly what um yamato is saying down here like yeah like you guys brought luffy here and uh you know all these pirates came and you just happened to meet him like out of all the pirates you happen to meet him and he has a connection to ace he has a connection to roger and everything and it all comes full circle and she's like i can only consider this an act of fate and then yamato pulls out the journal and says after all luffy's name does have the letter d in the middle so some more hints as to what the letter D might be. And then, boom, we see cut to the top of the roof, Onigashima. We see Zeus in the clouds with uh, Big Mom. And then um, we see the Prometheus, the flame. It's like, mmm, yummy flames. And then Zeus is like, yeah, my stomach is full and crackling too. I'm all recharged. And so Mama's like, Big Mom is like, so Straw Hat's not here yet? She's like, hey, Kaido. Kill as many as them you want, but leave Nico Robin to me. And then, boom, on this last page, yo. The double spread. Page 18, 19. We see Kaido, Big Mom posted up. And he's all talking about, hey, what about that three eyes girl of yours who can read the ancient writing? And she's like, what, you mean pudding? Uh, I can't wait around for her to awaken her, her shit. I gotta, I don't, she's so, I guess Big Mom is trying to get Robin. Because she doesn't want to wait for pudding. And then uh, she's like, where are you going to put the, the island down? And uh, and he's going to put it down in the flower capital because it's a symbol of the Kozuki. And uh, and then she's all talking about, like, what? Like, you're going to kill so many people. They're having the festival right now, right? Like, you even care about that? And he's like, eh, it's fine. Well, it's easy to get some more slaves. And then Big Mom starts asking, hey, yo, so uh, is the Poneglyph there? And then he's like, hey, Lin Lin, what are you doing? It's too early to be showing your hand, no? And then Big Mom gets triggered, like, hey, yo, don't insult me. It's not like that. I still think of you like a little brother. Remember on the day when rocks fell into ruin at God Valley? I gave you that legendary model of the fish fish fruit. You owe me for life, Kaido. Whatever you say. And then Kaido's like, yeah, whatever you say. We could talk about it after we get it. The One Piece, that is. Dun, dun, dun. So, some huge reviews here. First off, they want Nico Robin because they're trying to get the One Piece. So, they're after the One Piece. You know, we already know about this because when they did the new Onigashima Project announcement. But they're saying it again. They're both teamed up. The One Piece, they want it. But... Big Mom's got this little blackmail thing going on with Kaido saying, you know, hey, I gave you that legendary fish fish fruit. Like, don't be coming at me like that. You think, like, shit. Anyways. But, man, so that's the end of chapter 999. And, yo, this is, that's it. Um, Last chapter, 1000. Gonna get right into it. Alright, so here we are with the last chapter, everyone. Chapter 1 thousand and here we get the second half of the color spread that was from last chapter 999 if you put them together you get this big whole picture of all the straw hats and this one has jimbei 
Brooke, Nami, and Luffy. So I like it a lot. Brooke's afro is gold. <laughs> pretty cool. Jinbei's got a, a sick looking sword. Pretty cool, pretty cool. And lots of treasure. Nami's got a crown on. And Luffy, of course, is eating his meat. <laughs> All right, so here we go. <clears throat> Drum roll. Chapter 1000, titled Straw Hat Luffy. Very, very interesting. So here we go, starting off right where Luffy is, inside the castle, fifth floor at the top. And we see uh, Luffy is just like, oh. And we see that the musketeers have paved the way for Luffy at the top. And, uh, you know, you see everybody just laid out right there. And they're bowing to Luffy. And, um, you know, they're so grateful. And then, of course, Luffy... He says he doesn't. He, he he'll never forget. And he's like, I haven't forgotten. And he thanks him. And uh, he's like, I haven't forgotten how you guys risked your lives to protect Rizo. And uh, you know that makes Shishilian choke up. He's all tearing because you know that means a lot to them because you know their country was destroyed because they were protecting a Nakama, you know, a close friend of theirs. And you know they put their lives on the line for that and to be acknowledged for that by Luffy. Is. And th this is the culminating event of it all. Right? This is what it's all for. This is why they they protected Rizal. This is why they stood their ground. Everything is coming to a point right here, right now. And then, uh, so, you know, Luffy's got the right of way to the stairs. He's about to meet up with Kaido and Big Mom. But we switch to, uh, we see uh, back at the performance floor with Queen, King, and Marco and everyone. And remember, Marco, he is uh, grabbing onto Zoro and he's taking him up. He's flying him up. And it's pretty cool because we see here that Marco in his Phoenix form, he snags uh, both Queen and King. You see it right here on page uh, four. You see him snag them both by the by the neck. And uh, and he's like, easy. And then he just tosses Zoro up, just throws him up there. <laughs> pretty neat. <laughs> pretty funny. And Zoro's like, ah, don't just toss me. Jesus. And, uh, and then we skip to... Uh, Yamato and Momo. So last time we were here, um, Yamato reveals that you know that it could be it's probably it's possibly fate that everything is happening here, right? Because Momo just happened to run into Luffy, and Luffy is connected to both Ace, and Ace is connected to Roger, and um, Ace was talking about these pirates, and Odin in his journal was talking about these new generation pirates up and coming. So it's all these the new generation is about to to come, and you know that's this is it. And uh, so you know she said, after all, he does have the D in his name, and so we we continue where we left off there. And Momo's confused because he's like D, and, he's, and this is in my father's journal, and she just smiles and. Uh, and yeah, so the journal, you know, the journal has everything in it. It's and she was able to to keep it because it was um, thrown out by, at the the river at the foot of Odin Castle. So she saved it and and got it there. And she kept it safe throughout the whole time, and so she knows everything that's re written in the journal. And she's been holding on to this for twenty years, and um, it's like she said a long time ago. It's it's like her Bible, and uh, and. Uh, yeah, so she starts explaining to Momo, like, you know, you were born on Whitebeard's ship, weren't you? And then you went on Roger's ship, and, and they said that in the future, over 20 years later, the new world here would be overrun by young, powerful new pirates. So this is like some prophecy or something. This is something that Odin wrote in his journal. So he must have figured something out with the um, 
with the the One Piece, right? At the end of it all, they uh, all the secrets were revealed, and somehow Odin came back with this knowledge that they were there too early, that 20 years in the future, that these young, powerful new pirates would come to a new generation. And that's what's happening now. And Yamato goes to, to, to explain that she believed that Ace was the first of them. So Ace, you know, was the trailblazer. He... It was Roger's son. He's the one that led the the new generation, and after after Ace, everybody else just kind of came right. And then uh, um, Yamato goes on to say, "But when Ace died, she remembered something, and this is the key part right here. Pay attention, because she goes into flashback, and she says, and she's and uh, Ace's reaction, he's just like ah." He's shocked. He's like, wait, 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 shoot, shoot. That was a slip of the tongue. I wasn't supposed to say that. And he's just like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, you didn't hear that. Forget about it. Um, Anyway, uh, don't laugh at that. Me and Sabo won't allow it. That's at the end of my little brother's dream. And Yamato is just shook. She's like, huh? Her eyes wide open, just stunned. Like, wow, like amazed. And uh, I guess, <clears throat> uh, obviously, as readers, we don't get revealed what was said. But this is what Yamato is remembering. She was remembering that Ace told her something. And this is at the end of my little brother's dream. So this is it. This is the 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 ending. And this is what this is what Luffy proclaimed and announced when <clears throat> back in the flashback of when it was Ace, Sabo, and Luffy when they were kids and they all wanted to be pirates and they all yelled out with their dreams and Ace wanted to uh, make a name for himself and have everybody know who he is and remember him. Sabo just wanted freedom. He wanted to get out there and set sail. And then Luffy, when he says it, if we never get to hear what he says. Um, it always it cuts away or this or that. And um, so we never actually get to hear. But this is what Ace is saying. It's, that's the end of his dream. And only Sabo and uh, Ace was, was uh, laughing at that. They could because obviously they're his brothers. But we continue here at page 7. And he's like, sure, yeah, when Luffy first said it, we laughed. But that's okay. And clearly they're, like, drunk. But, you know, it's in the dead of the night. They're just opening up to them, each other, Ace and Yamato. And then he's saying, nobody can laugh because we believe in him. And then we see Yamato starting to tear up. And, you know, something is touching Yamato here. And Ace is like, I really think he can make it happen. So Ace has full belief in his little brother he's like i i think luffy can actually do it at the end of his dream this is what he can do and he says and that's why and he was about to say something he's about to say something and that's why but a but yamato just jumps up pops up and it's like ace with the with the journal and he's like huh he's like hey what's the deal yamato and then she just says i'm not gonna laugh at him and so she's tearing up she's shaking She's stunned, like, I guess I guess what Ace told her about what's at the end of Luffy's dream just shook her to the core, because she's crying, she's shaking, she's like, I'm not going to laugh at him, I, like, and then, um, and then she thinks to herself, those are the words the king of the pirates spoke, so this means that Odin wrote down in his journal what Roger had said, remember, I don't know if you guys remember in the flashback of Odin's flashback when he's on Whitebeard's crew. And then he goes and meets with, uh, and then there's the island where Roger's pirates are. And then they have the fight. And Whitebeard and Roger are fighting. They're clashing. And then the, the pirates, they fight each other for like three days. And then afterwards, they're all like partying or whatever. And that's when Odin, uh, Roger asks Whitebeard for Odin. And Odin, because 
Roger needs Odin to read the tra- the the poneglyphs to translate it, and in order to find the One Piece, that's what he needs. And uh, so when when they at that time they're all saying like Roger is proclaiming what his dream is, what he wants to do, and it's like the same reaction that uh, that Ace and Sabo have. Like if you compare the flashbacks of the Ace Sabo Luffy flashback where they're on the cliff yelling out their dreams and you compare it to Ace I mean uh, to Odin Whitebeard and Roger and their reaction to Roger even the the band-aids and and the everything is in the in the same exact place and uh, so I guess they both said the same thing and remember before Roger became king of the pirates I don't think there was the term of king of the pirates there was no king of the pirates before Roger Nobody else had sailed the Grand Line and done everything. Nobody else. So he was the first one. And that's when he got proclaimed the King of the Pirates. So whatever his dream was, I don't think it included the words King of the Pirates. I think it's, it's something else um, that he wants to accomplish. But he wasn't able to get to do it because he was too early. And now Luffy, those are the same words the King of the Pirates spoke. So Luffy is having the same dream, the same thing. And uh, but this time he might be just in time. And uh, and these are words that stunned Odin. Yamato says here on page eight. And uh, in the journey journal of Kazuki Odin, there was a great man who said the same thing. Of course, I wouldn't laugh at him. Your brother is incredible. And Ace is like, oh, oh, yeah, a great man. Huh? That's good to hear. It's pretty funny because uh, Yamato is talking about Roger here, of course, the king of the pirates. And that's Ace's dad. And little did Yamato know this, but she's saying, oh, yeah, this great man, a.k.a. his dad, and Ace, who grew up hating his father because of the legacy he was, like, cursed with. And so now he's saying, oh, yeah, a great man, huh? That's good to hear. Maybe one day me and Luffy should sit down with him for a drink. And uh, so he's very open to this. But then uh, Yamato's like, yeah, I bet you would have gotten along. He's like, would have. And he's like, yeah, he's already dead. What? You're talking about a dead guy? And uh, the, this is also very, um, I think, I think this, this opens it up for me with a little bit of theory, theorizing about, because um, she says, you would have gotten along. And he says, would have. And she's like, he's already dead. Um, and says, you're talking about a dead guy. And so, you know, this whole Wano theme is about the dead, right? The fire festival. That's what it's for, to, to celebrate the dead, to, and they write their, on the little fire lanterns, they write messages and stuff. They send it to the sky, and it's an, it's kind of like a day of a, the dead festival, and they're honoring them and and everything. And uh, you know, there's just, there's just been a lot of uh, little hints of themes of like dead, the dead, the dead coming back in here in Wano, right? Because we have Ryuma's spirit, we have um, all the the dead samurai. We got Odin, um, you know, and then. What was his name? Uh, Tony Yasu, who died earlier in the arc. You know, there's a lot of death involving Wano. And, you know, Kaido is talking about he's wanting to kill himself. You know, he's trying to commit suicide. He wants a glorious death. You know, a, a lot of Wano is revolving around this theme of death. What does it mean? Uh, death and and revival and all this stuff. So the fact that, you know, Yama, uh, uh, Ace is saying that they should sit down. Luffy and Ace should sit down and have a drink with Roger. Hey, with with the way Oda does things, I wouldn't be surprised. Is my theory? I would not be surprised if 
some weird metaphysical shit happened because I don't know. I I don't know, but what if their spirits came back? Like like at the end of the movie of uh Stampede, how Ace's projection was there with Sabo and uh so maybe Ace, Luffy and Roger can one day actually have you know, sit down with the dead. You know, everybody who's been dead can be brought back for maybe one night or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, it's interesting to think about. But here at the end of the flashback, is, uh, Yamato is saying, there, it's done. And she gives him a Viva card. So this is where Ace gets his Viva card that he gives Luffy later on in Alabasta. And he's, this is his first time being introduced to a Viva card. So he's like, what? It's just a piece of paper. And so she explains to him exactly what he told Luffy in Alabasta. It says, you know, yeah, it's a piece of paper that will bring us together again. You tear off a bit of it. You give it to your friends you don't want to lose track of or people you want to meet again. So it's it's their life force, their essence. And so this another thing, this, is, this just gets dropped. No explanation. So Yamato knows how to make a Viva card. Is Oda going to explain this? How? How? Does she know how to make a Viva card? How do you make a Viva card? What? How? I don't. I don't understand that. But you know, hopefully we can get some explanation later on. But she says, "Let's meet up again one day, Ace." And he's like, "You bet." And then you know, and then one day, Ace's card just disappeared. Shortly after that, I learned the truth from the newspaper. I learned that Ace's Ace was Roger's son, and that his little brother really made, really made a name for himself as a pirate, and that was Luffy, the man you brought here. That this is what Odin wrote about in the future. And this is what he said, and I quote, Over 20 years in the future, powerful pirates leading the next generation will come swarming into the new world. If I am dead by then, they will be the ones to strike down Kaido. And then right here, on page 10, Luffy finally arrives. And I like that as uh, Yamato is explaining this to Momo and Shinobu, we're getting... The, the our visual you know the the camera i guess you could say we're being we're being shown luffy coming up the stairs poof, breaking down the door the smoke clearing he comes out and then boom he sees law zoro killer and kid are already up there waiting standing in front of kaido and big mom and it's a big showdown boom law sees kid sees luffy show up is like hey and there's another one all of you stay back and watch me fight so Kid is too ready. Zoro and Killer just chilling. And Kaido's like, straw hat. And uh, Big Mom's like, all these fetching young heads right for the taking. And then we have the ultimate showdown. Five versus two. The new generation versus the Yonko. But then, this part here. Page 12. Luffy's just like, ah. And he goes... Up to uh, Kaido and Big Mom starts walking to them, and you just see little sound effects. Tick, 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 tick. He's just walking slow. It's just silence. But then you see Kaido. He turns to Big Mom. He's like, "Lin Lin, can you guess what this boy said he would become? Right to my face." And Big Mom's like, "Ah, oh, he's a saucy one. He talked a big game to me too, and he destroyed my castle. You owe me an apology for that, Straw Hat." But as they're, you know, they're trying to intimidate uh, Luffy, Luffy just walks right past them. They're confused. Big question marks. Huh? Big Mom and Kaido are confused. But Luffy keeps walking. 
Kaido turns around. Zoro just quietly watching. Kaido's like, hey boy, say it again. Tell us what you're going to be right here where we can hear you. And Luffy just ignores him like a G, like a bouse. But <sighs> he stops right in front of Kinemon. And Kinemon, you see, and I love the art here. You know, the the white space, there's no background. It's just pure white. And Kinemon is there, all bloodied up, knocked out. And Luffy goes to him and says, you all right, Kinemon? I'm sorry it took me so long. And we see, we see Luffy there, kneeling down where Kinemon is, talking to him. Kinemon's just knocked out. And he's coughing up blood. <coughs> And uh, Luffy turns and he sees the rest of the Akazaya 9 behind Kinemon, all knocked out, KO'd, destroyed, demolished. Bam! <sighs> we see Raizo, Kiku, Denjiro, Dogstorm, Kawamatsu, Ashura Doji, Cat Viper, Izo, they're all knocked out, bleeding. With Kinemon speaking to Luffy, he says, uh, uh, Alas, uh, when I pass on, uh, I have nothing to show Loder Odin but my shame. And right here, man, oh my god, number page 14, Kinemon's face just, just sucks. He's crying. Frustration, you can see it. He's angry with himself. He's ashamed. He's crying, bloody. And he's just, he feels like shit, you know. They, they couldn't defeat Kaido. All in the name of their Lord Odin, right? And like he says, he has nothing to show Lord Odin but his shame. And then he grabs Luffy. He says, will you put Wano on your back? And then Luffy, fush, just like yelling, of course I will, dummy. It's my friend's country. Boom. And you see Kinemon just crying some more. I'm sure grateful. But, you know, of course, it's Luffy. Of course I will. And then behind him, Kaido appears. Hey, boy. And then Kinemon's like, ugh. And then Kinemon says to Luffy, I am in your debt. And Luffy yells to Law, Traffy, send them down below. And he pop. He uses his uh, room powers to pop them down. And then right when he does that, boom, Kaido slams his club down. Just in time that Luffy jumps up, does a backflip, puts his thumb in his mouth. Gear three, gum gum. And right before he is about to throw the punch, we see his eyes, and then when boom, flashback. This is everything Luffy is thinking about. He's thinking about when, um, back in Zo, Raizo is safe, is alive and well. He remembers that. He remembers Cat Viper, Nekomomushi saying, "We would never sell a comrade to an enemy." He remembers Momo saying, I want to defeat Kaido. And he's crying his eyes out. He remembers Momo's frustration. 
He remembers Kinemon saying, we crossed through time to arrive here from Wano of 20 years ago. So he knows what this is all about, 20 years of burden. And then he remembers uh, Yasui, uh, the friendly oddball of Ebisu Town, shall make the final grand journey. So he remembers him dying. He remembers Hyogoro saying, the fire of rebellion still burns. The sparks have not gone out. So, you know, there's, there's still hope. You know, everybody in Udon prison, they're still ready to fight. They're all ready to fight. And then, lastly, Luffy remembers when Kinemon told him the story of Odin. Lord Odin, beloved by all, was taken to the flower capital and, as a criminal, tried and executed. And Luffy's frustrated about that. And we come back and we see Kaido look at Luffy. He glares at him. Mm-hmm. And we see fire surrounding Luffy. He's aiming down and then boom. We see a fist hitting Kaido. Red Rock. Boom. Right here, last page. Big Mom is freaking out. Kaido, what are you doing? How could you let him hit you like that? And Luffy says, I am Monkey D. Luffy. And I'm the man. Who will surpass you to be king of the pirates. And that is it. Ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of chapter 1000. Man. Alright. So. That's it everyone. I'm going to be going into the review of all the 10 chapters. Talking about my thoughts. Discussing theories and the future. And what this means. And. And and everything, but first we'll take our first uh, our our le- next break here, and then uh, we'll get back into the review section. But here we go. One dream, one wish. Can I Alright y'all, so man, what a set of chapters, jeez, we are finally here, this is Roof Peace, and this is what we're all waiting, waiting for, right, all, everybody, it's about to go down, Luffy just landed his first blow against Kaido, Red Rock, a new attack, boys and girls, what is that, Red Rock, that looked insane, it looked like it was Gear 3 combined with freaking like a Red Hawk, like it's on fire, but it's like Red Rock instead of Red Hawk. Um, perhaps it's the new advanced armament coding as well. But I don't know. Luffy is pissed. Man, that last scene. that I cannot wait for that to be animated. That's going to be actually this weekend. We only have, what, four days left? Man, so it's perfectly coinciding with, with these chapters. The anime, the anime. I highly suggest you guys watch the, uh, the anime leading up to this. 
Um, and this Saturday, April 20, what is it? 20, 20, 21, 22, 22, like 23, I think. April 23rd. Guys, you got to watch that episode. That is going to be the bee's knees. You know what I'm saying? But oh, everything we just gone over, right? You know, of, you know, that. how do we even, what, how do I even begin to, to, to talk about what we just read, right? Because now we're here. Everything is here and now. Um, and I, I don't even know, man. Like, where do we go? So, Zoro, Kid, Killer, Law, Luffy, they're all up there versus Big Mom Kaido. What's going to It's two versus five? How is this going to happen? Um, Jeez. Like, so the fact that Zoro's there is, is, is awesome. Um, But I think at, at this point, this is where the fights are about to begin, right? We need to... Jinbei is going to be fighting who's who. We've got... um. Uh, Sanji's with Black Maria. We got, we got to figure out what's going to happen there. Frankie is fighting, um, what's his name? Sasaki, the Triceratops. We've got, uh, you know, Nami and Usopp were fighting Ulti and Page One. And then Tama is here. Tama's back. They have a plan. And the theory uh, is that uh, she's going to be using her Kibidango powers to... to um, to control all the beast pirates because she did that in the udon prison right remember babanuki the warden and how she gave that also with speed so all these um smile fruit users these uh headliners and everything she can definitely be doing that and usopp you know he's got the, his slingshot he's gonna be he he could be doing that to to feed the the uh smile fruit users but man like and and this whole chunk is just the battles have been amazing, especially with Kaido and then Akazaya 9. Oh my god, you guys have to watch that in the anime. Like, the anime is on fire right now. I highly suggest it. Um, We're back because, you know, last time it was hacked and a lot of the episodes were pushed back and delayed. But now we're back. Now we're hopefully with the, with the hiatus, they were able to clean up a lot of these episodes. So it's going to be glorious. And, um, and man. We got to see Sulong forms of Nekomamushi and Inarashi. We got to see that. The full moon of all the minks and everything. Like I said, we got revealed of all the the devil the Zoan devil fruits of all the Toby Ropo. Um who else are we missing? Uh Drake turns turned side. He he's traitor. He's he's now on our side, so that's interesting as well, because we know he's part of uh the Navy, he's part of Sword with Kobe. And, you know, Kobe talking about Luffy so much is what helped motivate and convince Drake to take Luffy's side in this battle. So he's making such a gamble with that. Um, and then, you know, and and just and the fight with Akazai and Nine with Kaido, I just had to talk about that. That was that is beautiful. You know, they're channeling Odin's spirit. You know, they're it's this is this is everything they culminated towards. Right. This is. This is what it's all about. They were able to use Odin's two-sword style to attack his scar, open it up, the first wound of Kaido. So they, you know, it wasn't for naught. It's not like it, it went for nothing. Uh, they were actually to, able to damage Kaido and everything. The fact that Marco is here helping out, you know, the Ice Oni situation is being handled. Uh, Chopper is about to be coming up with the virus soon. I mean, the antidote for the virus. Um... He seems to be taking on both king and queen. Who's going to be doing that? I mean, well, 
the idea is that obviously Sanji cannot fight Black Maria, right? So somebody's got to come and fight Black Maria. Probably, I mean, Brooke and, and uh, Robin don't have a fight. Um, Usopp and Nami are running around. Maybe they can do something. Um, who else? I think I think that's the that's it on who doesn't have a fight right now. But Zoro's up upstairs. Marco's taking on King and Queen. Um, Frankie's like I said, Frankie's taking on Sasaki. Jinbei's taking on who's who. So you know, a lot of people got their hands full. Um, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with the rest of the the um, the samurai and stuff like that. But you know, also chapter 993, we got some interesting lore about the fire festival. Um, and you know, they're able to dream about what they think is going to happen. And it's pretty ironic because it's pretty much exactly what's going to go down. So I'm, I'm super interested to see how the end of this arc, uh, plays out and what's going to happen after it's all said and done, right? The, it's always interesting on, um, the, the resolution part, right? You know, you got the climax, the, the falling action after everything, and then, um, and then the resolution. I wonder, you know, after Kaido is defeated, or I don't, even, I don't know what's gonna happen. But after everything is settled, what's gonna happen with the country of Wano, with the people, with the fire festival, with with all the rest of the country, uh, for that matter. And 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 Onigashima right now is floating. Kaido is using his dragon powers to float. Like, bro, this this his devil fruit power. Kaido is overpowered. Like. He's fighting and lifting the. Well, he's not fighting right now, but he was. Uh, he was fighting the Akazai Nine, and after he defeated them, now the island is lifting. He's gonna drop it on Flower Capital. Is he? Is he gonna succeed in that? Or like, obviously, hopefully not, because there's a bunch of people there with, at the Fire Festival. So something's gotta happen. He either has to get defeated before that, or somehow get his mind changed or something. I don't know. But man, and. Uh, yeah, it, all hell is breaking loose at right now. But like I said, this is this is we just hit the rising action. Boom! Like this is this is you know we're in the rising action. At first, you know when it was Snatchy with uh, Akazai and I, when they first ambushed Kaido, attacked him, and then now they're up in the roof fighting. That's when it began, right? And then now it's like it's slowly culminating. Every it's everyone's got to get set up for their fights. All the situation has to be handled. Um, it's it's like moving chess pieces on the chessboard. You got to move them around, and uh, and yeah. But man, what what a series of chapters, everybody! I I cannot wait to do the next set of chapters. And boy, are they gonna go in? Cause we just started the the fight with the new generation and the emperors, the Yonko. And we got to see some more of that, right? We got to see Law go in. We got to see Kid go in. What's Zoro going to do? Killer too? Killer's there. What he going to do? But Luffy, man, this this is it. This is it. And I'm way too excited to see how this plays out. But that's going to be it. I know this is a really super long one. This is over two and a half hours long. But, hey, it's, it's a journey. It's worth it. Love it. But, uh... Stay tuned for the next 10 set of chapters that I'm going to be reviewing. That will be hopefully out next month sometime. It's going to be covering chapters 1001 through 1010. And uh, as always, I still I'm, I started back up the weekly reviews for the chapters. Uh, 
and uh, the new chapter 1047 will be reviewed this weekend uh, because, you know, we obviously had a break this week. And um, but I do have the last couple chapters. I reviewed them and look forward to that. But um, but yeah, man, this this was a crazy set of chapters and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better, everybody. But um, just some few extra announcements. Um, Uzumaki-kan is still reacting to One Piece. So, But he is mostly doing it on Twitch. So I highly suggest you follow him on Twitch. His, let me see if I can find his, um, his username thing. So you guys can follow him if you guys choose to. But uh, let's see... It's Uzumaki, Uzumaki Khan 786. So, um, yeah, if you guys know how to spell Uzumaki and Khan, Khan is K-H-A-N, but 786. I suggest you guys follow him there. He also does some YouTube uploads, but mostly his reactions are on Twitch. And unfortunately, he did get spoiled. You know, it's not, it's not the first and it's hopefully the last, but... You know, it, it just sucks when someone gets spoiled on big things like that. And it's actually gotten to the point to where he's realizing, you know, it's starting to get towards the end of, of One Piece. And, you know, a lot of reveals are happening. A lot of crazy shit, like groundbreaking reveals to the to the story. And, um, and because of that, he's understanding more and more that he's probably going to get spoiled on a lot of stuff. Like the what the d means in the middle what what the the void century is about or, or the one what the one piece is or anything like every everything that's going to be answered here at the end is, is a higher and higher and higher chance of him being spoiled so he's actually thinking of reading the manga which is good news because man like uh it will we'll get some more content out of him he uh he can be a weekly reactor just like he is with the anime um it's just that now it can be with the manga and he won't get spoiled you know he, he can uh, uh just do it that way and it'll be great but uh hopefully soon he's he's going to be starting to do that but next the, this next anime episode everybody you all have to see that but anything else oh yeah the the new film one piece film red uh there's been a trailer dropped uh some more info has been dropped i guess the 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 main character uti um Uta, uh, yeah, Uta, U-T-A. Um, she is seems to be the daughter of Shanks, so that's quite a reveal. Uh, I wonder if this will end up being canon um, information, but um, you know, film Red is going to be you know a movie about Shanks and his, and his uh, long lost daughter. I guess maybe not long lost. He knows where she. He's just he just a uh, a deadbeat dad. You know, I guess that's the crew, right? Deadbeats, because <laughs> uh, Usopp's dad is there too, and he fucked up he uh left his kid with his dying mom and now damn but now shanks seen, uh, reveals to have had a daughter the whole time too so you know i guess you know dragon was dragon used to be part of the crew or what <laughs> but anyways that is going to be it on the review section we're going to um play another song and then we'll transition to the closing and house cleaning and housekeeping all that you know terminology and stuff about wrapping up the podcast basically but here we go we're gonna get into the end (laughs) 
Alright everybody, so that is the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening and taking your your time to to go on this journey with me. Um, obviously you guys are, if you're listening to this, you must be a One Piece fan. If not, why are you listening the whole time and not a fan? You Go and freaking read the read the one piece but as uh you know all of you who who are into one piece if you don't have an official viz shonen account i highly recommend you guys do that it is very cheap it's only like two three bucks a month and you can get all the manga you ever need in the world and uh and it's free official and it's it's legal and it helps support all you know all the creators and everything so i highly suggest doing that um stay tuned for this weekend chapter 1047 i'll be reviewing and uh yeah the next chunk of chapters i'll be reviewing is chapters 1001 through 1010 if you guys want to listen to more one piece time episodes or episodes of me reviewing one piece go ahead and check out my podcast baker turtle i'm on all all podcasting platforms um, and there, and the episodes are titled One Piece Time. If you want One Piece, but other, I have other episodes as well where I do just chat and and vent and talk about whatever is on my mind at the time. Uh, some personal stuff, some you know um, world events, like some current event kind of stuff. Sometimes, um, sometimes I I like to teach on a topic. I like to just inform and and, and explore ideas. Um, so. If you like all that kind of stuff, please follow me at Baker Turtle um, on social media. I am Baker Turtle Seventeen. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Twitter, I post a lot of One Piece stuff, and on Instagram, I do have a lot of art that I, I start posting there. And uh, and yeah, so without any further ado, that's gonna be it for the podcast, you guys. Again, I just want to thank you. The, the listener very very much for listening i really appreciate that you have no idea how much that means to me um and if you just want to support me please just you know subscribe rate review like comment um you know follow follow the podcast that's probably what i would appreciate the most and if you guys like the podcast f- feel free to reach out i've had a couple of people reach out to me about the podcast saying they are enjoying it so that really it warms my heart when I get messages like that. It makes me feel like what I'm doing is um, actually mattering and not a waste of time. So um, I really appreciate that. But I don't want to keep you guys any much longer. So uh, that's going to be it. I hope you guys have a wonderful time and uh, a wonderful day. And remember, peace and love. And remember, the one piece is real.